What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Thursday Night Crimson Capsules and Roski, the second longest episodic program here on YouTube. You in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish, the King of Kings, the King of Content, and the Speaker of Truth. Yours truly, the notorious one, a.k.a. Mr. Coachellini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Radamus. And you ran the Desert Storm bunker with none other than EWF. That is every woman's fantasy. And CGA, see God Allah, and the 10-time demonetized champion of YouTube, ring the bell. We got a great show for you lined up today. Today, we're going to talk about uncuffing season incoming. Oh, uncuffing season. Incoming, in fact, the most popular breakup month is going to be on the horizon. After all of the holiday madness, we do still have a few holidays coming up. January 1st is going to be coming up the year 2024, last day of the month. And rent is due on that day, by the way, but last day of the month. Your rent's due, motherfucker. It's going to be Sunday with New Year's in on Monday. Sunday is going to be crazy here. Vegas, we got some great acts coming in here Friday. Neo. Rick Ross, Chris Brown for the entire weekend is going to be Liddy and all of that in the bag of chips. Ahoy. Anyway, man, look, we're going to talk about the most popular divorce month, which is January and the national breakup month is January. So if you are in a relationship today, you might be on the chopping block. And we're going to tell you if you can read the signs, if in fact you are on the chopping block. So we're going to talk about the longest length of relationships, what relationships could face some uncuffing and why uncuffing season begins actually in January and not as we would probably perceive in March and April when the sun starts coming through and spring starts shining. So great show for you lined up today, Strike on Sniggle Theater featuring Dr. Umar. Umar Johnson is going to make a special appearance today. We're going to play a game of fair or foul. We're going to talk about are you a slave or are you free? And we're going to review some Latinas that are going to fit into kind of what we were talking about yesterday with the race you know interracial dating and passive aggressive women in marriages and relationships most likely uh well more pretty much caucasian women so we're going to talk about them as well to contribute to today's show dollar sign the notorious cga on the cash app Venmo, coach greg adams cv paypal it's paypal.me backslash coach greg adams and that be pinned to the top of the live chat on the free agent lifestyle channel when you can super chat on the notorious cga channel Let's get into the earlier contributors to today's show. We have the contractor says, not the bang yangs. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. All right, you might be in a relationship today, and it might be time to end it. Yeah, it might be time to end your relationship. Yeah. All right, shout out to uh, some brothers here that have chimed in. I think Loud Pockets is on one of these places here, so I got to figure out where he is because I see him popping up somewhere. I just don't know where it is. Here it is. Bam. Shout out to Loud Pocket says, Coachy, the Glock man is deleted. All right. Yes, the, the guy who made up the company Glock uh, died today, I believe, at age 80 or 94. He says that monkey simp left the company to his chick. It is very suspicious. Is that your bitch? Damn, is that your bitch? He left it to his chick? All right, maybe she snuffed them out in a really, really random choking session during sex. You know how these, you know how they like to get choked out. All right. Oh, somebody sent me a bill. Oh, hell no. Oh, I see what they did. I'm going to have to have them remove it. 
<laughs> that's just crazy. Lyle Pockets chimes in again. He says, Coachy, that nine to five chick has pictures and videos of herself in New York dancing. Come to death row, the nine to five chick working nine to five. All right, uh, whoever sent me that bill needs to remove that ish. I guess I'll have to get a hold of them right there. All right, what nine to five chick? I'm not sure which one. I'm not sure which one. What, what, what nine to five chick? All right, Glock. Yeah, Glock. Glock is dead there. And well, let's bring the dead. Well, you know what I mean? For who the for whom the bell tolls? Died at ninety four. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? That's crazy. What year was he born in the 20s? All right, yeah. Maybe the 30s. All right, I don't know my math. Uh, but yeah, crazy. All right, let's get into the, today's show. How about we jump right into it? Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Let's go. Hey, ride with me if you ride with me. You can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five sticky. Come get high with me. That's a deal, right? Oh, I know what 9 to 5 girl, the girl that was complaining about her yob. All right. Guess what? She probably got a sugar daddy. Get him, daddy. <laughs> that's all my. That's always gonna be my reasoning. She probably has a sugar daddy. All right. Anyway, uh, it's gonna hit her. Maybe she got a severance check. Maybe she got a severance check. Could be. Oh, by the way, you know what I messed up on? Well, I'll come back to it later on when the audience filled in. It is Thursday. It's takeout Thursday, so I'll come back to it later. Straggle and Sniggle Theater. We have a. Okay, we have this drag right here. Uh, wait, that's the wrong one. All right, that would be, that would be my feed picture collection. If you missed it, you missed it. All right, hold on for a second. Let me reshare the screen. I had my feed picture collection pop up on the screen. You guys missed it. Let me see here. Let's see where it is. Okay, there it is, right there. Pop this up on the screen. Straggle Sniggle Theater. We have this woman here who is going to finesse her boyfriend. Out of money. Oh, man. I got money. You guys always worried about tricking. This woman is going to trick her boyfriend out of money. Here we go. Here we go. Nothing. She almost done. Um, So I was calling you to let you know so you could pay it. She hooked you up? Yep. All right, go ahead and send me the request. Okay. How much is it? Um, 300 all right, no problem. Just send me the request. I'm good to send it to you right now. Okay. All right, babe. Okay. I'm going to request it. Girl, ooh, thank you. Because I'm going to keep $150 of that. I'm going to the mall. I'm be doing it every time now. But I know, but I only be coming every other month. Yeah, but I can't. I don't like to do people like this. That's y'all business, and I ain't, I ain't going to keep it. Girl, he ain't even going to know. He ain't going to know. I'm going to request it from him. Not the church. He is not going to know. Don't even worry about that. I'm going to tip, tip you out of it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm going to tip you. I, didn't, I thought you were trying to. Oh, no. I'm going to tip you. Then I'm going to the mall. Oh, that's despicable. All right. So the girl, the girl, the moral compass of the woman left when money came up back on the table. The hairstylist said, I can't keep doing this to y'all. Y'all finessing y'all men out of money. All right. But. When she said, I'll tip you out of it, she was like, oh, okay. All right, uh, well, listen, I could, I could do okay with this if you're going to pay me. And why the ninja chirp is in the background? Of course, the ninja chirp. How do they deal with this? How do they stay with the ninja chirp in the background? This is a disgrace. All right, there's a whole bunch of savvy things going on. But, of course, you're in a relationship. You don't pay for it. All right, that's a little manipulation for you right there. Of course, it's a skit, and it's definitely a viral skit. 
definitely went viral. 530, uh, 582,000 likes. You take 10%. This thing has been viewed well over three to five million times. And a lot of strags are getting a little bit of a, a little bit of a, you know, some advice there on how to finesse your men. All right, here we go. Next video here or next story. Um, wait, it's not on the screen. Dr. Umar Johnson claims that Vanessa Bryant has not used Kobe Bryant's money to support the black community after his death. Oh my goodness. Oh, Dr. Umar Johnson struck a nerve yesterday with social media users following his appearance on the Joe Budden podcast, the episode which premiered on Christmas Dizzy, saw the pan-Africanist supercharged as he accused Vanessa Bryant of flagrantly using her late husband, Kobe Bryant's fortune, to further the advancement of white communities. Oh, my Lord. Pocket-watching ninjas. The staunch critic of interracial relationships accused Bryant, Vanessa that would be, of being like other white women who really, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> other white women who marry black men but do little to nothing to uplift the black community. I, I'm, I'm hoping he knows that she's a Latina. All right, she's a Latina. She's not white. You know what I mean? I'm just telling you. This guy right here, man, this guy right here, he is unbelievable. This guy is off about nine. And maybe, you know, he's doing the old shock jock <laughs> to grab attention. I hope he's not serious here. The mother of four is a Mexican-American. Yes, yeah, she's a Chicano or a Latina. It was uh, with the or Mexicano. All right. Uh, let me see. There is a clip of him talking about this. Let, let's get to the clip here. Here we go right here. Vanessa Bryant using any of that black man's money to do any good in the black community. Let me ask you Absolutely a fucking not. We don't know Vanessa that. Bryant, listen. I don't know. I'm telling that. you. you know How you Vanessa know? You know? Let me ask you a question. Well, wait. She's a public Can figure, I ask you a question? And, and she just you did. don't know You that. didn't see that initiative. You don't know I that. do know. I do know what I'm telling you, you now. Let me ask you a question. Vanessa Bryant just started an initiative with three pr- predominantly white colleges, some sort of a sports initiative with Kobe's money and Kobe's name didn't choose a single HBCU. Let me ask you a question. With a black man's money. Marvelous Marvin Hagler, he died from taking a COVID shot. Is his white widow using any of Marvelous Marvin Hagler's fortune to help black folks? You're being unfair. I'm being unfair. Let, let me tell you why. Expecting white women to use Stop. black money to help I'm, black people? No. How is that cause, unfair? Because the same way you naming these people, uh-huh. we can name mad black wives that got black money from their husbands that did shit to help black people. Well, this, Stop. It's my goal. No, There's it's not. We own, and you know what the difference no, is? you're wrong. You know what you're the wrong. difference is? You're wrong. You're wrong. Fuck if the, I marry a white woman, when I die, my wealth goes to the very people who have robbed everything but from my community. Oh, Jesus. Oh, the humanity. Hey, yo, chill, son. <laughs> hey, yo. That's horrible. That's a terrible take. <laughs> I mean, that's... Mm. <laughs> that That's awful. That That's reaching, bro. Like, I don't know what you want. I don't, What do you want? Tell me what you want me to do. Whoa, wow, wow. Oh, man. Uh, anybody agree with this ninja? I'm just letting you. I just want to know. This is a far ass stretch. Man, I'm I'm just. <laughs> this is crazy. I don't know how much of a sniggle. This is the ultimate sniggle move right here. 
attacking Vanessa Vaughn. This would be attacking Vanessa Bryan, and I'm not trying to save her at all. But this is a this is an uninspired attack. All right, this is unnecessary. I mean, first of all, Kobe's dead. I mean, come on. Apparently, somebody came in and said Vanessa Bryan did pave the uh, community center in North Philadelphia there, a uh, fully remodeled basketball course for the kids area. Okay. All right. People just talk the talk. Okay, congratulations for that. Uh, apparently, she did put some put some money into the community, uh, paving the basketball courts, I suppose. Wowzers. <laughs> that is unbelievable, man. Shout out to uh, Dr. Umar on that one. And by the way, um, they lived in the community of Newport Coast for like forever. All right. They were definitely neighbors of me. Well, not next door neighbors. I saw them on a day on a weekly basis. And uh, they lived in Newport Coast, one of the what you would call the most widest areas that could possibly be. And they owned multiple homes in this area. Uh, Dr. Umar, their money was the Lakers money, the fans money. And it was dumped right into Newport Coast with significant uh, property leverage. I don't know if that matters. They went to pretty much an all white private school. All right. In Corona Del Mar. I mean, <laughs> insane. That's an insane grift right there. That's an absolute insane grift. All right. Uh, next video right here. Apparently this guy, uh, there's an advert. Of course there's an advert. I'm surprised there's no volume on the advert, but we'll go with it. Apparently, uh, there's a video of Mel B. Mel B of the Spice Girls on a some TV show, which doesn't matter to me, but I guess for reporting purposes. Um, the TV show that they were on was called Primetime TV. Well, this guy named Lewis Walsh that you see right there, the gray-haired gentleman sitting next to Mel B, who's uh, closest to the camera. Uh, take a look at what he does. I'm not sure if this is planned or not, but let's take a look here. Oh, he patting that boo-hoo-tee, boo-hoo-hoo-hoo-tee. Wait a minute. Look at, oh, oh, man. Wait. All right. So, oh, and he's sniggling, too. And she looks like she likes it. Ooh, hoo, hoo. Oh, she likes it. Ooh, she likes it. I think she likes it. You know, because if that was a ninja, she would be up there screaming and, and raging, like a, uh, raging like a banshee. But she doesn't look like, she doesn't look like, look, he got his hands all on her boo-hoo-tee. Let me go ahead and zoom in right here. He got his hands on that boo-hoo-tee. Hootie, come on, man. You going to assault her right here? Yeah, that brother's starving. <laughs> he probably got some money. He probably a big old sugar daddy. I got money. <laughs> Joe Biden could never. All right, but he definitely is on this Joe Biden. All right, there he is right there. Eddie Murphy didn't beat that up. And then she came back and attacked Eddie Murphy with a child support order right during COVID. All right, she's a disgrace. <laughs> But as you know, the black woman is owned by the white man. Yes, I'm on my Dr. Umar. But I said the black woman is owned by the white man. This is not even a joke. All right, listen, and I'm not into no racial ideology, but that's not even a joke. Okay, daddy. He will tap that. He probably already tapping that. How's he so comfortable, man? All right, putting the hands on the boo. Look at that. He cupping that booty. How does she not know? 
How does she not know? She knows. Look at that. He patting it. And she's sitting there. And she all uncomfortable. Look, he cuffing that booty. God damn. All right, let me get in there. Let me get in there, homie. Let me get me something. A little something, something. <laughs> oh, let's leave here. And look at this woman right here. She's appalled right here. Oh, is this uh, Simon? There goes Simon. I think his name is Simon. All right, then he's sniggling. Nobody else is laughing. He doing the evil white man laugh. Now, this girl just goes over it. Well, going back to Lauren. All right, they just glossed over it. And he, look, he just the sniggling. Oh, my Lord. He, like, sitting up there like he on the dark side. I think he already paid for it. He don't give a damn. Boy, you can get with it. I'm, I'm waiting for the Me Too. I'm sure she got paid handsomely for that. Sheesh. Straggle and Sniggle Theater. We One have thing a, I we have, idolize a, oh, we have a party Kaylee here that has something to say. Let's pop her up on the screen. She said, wait. She says one thing she idolizes is what? Is love in the 50s. The man would go to it. The woman would look after the kids, cook. Is that what you want to do? You aspire to be a stay-at-home mom. Yeah. There's absolutely know. nothing wrong with that. I think to be in your true feminine, that's the best way to be. Mm. I idolize and romanticize that. My what? man comes back from a hard day at work. What are you doing? If you want that, what are yeah. you doing to work towards that then? I did that in all my relationships. Breakfast every he morning. He was the wrong guy? Most guys are the wrong guys. Uh, yeah. If I found someone that appreciated that, oh my fucking God, but they're all so selfish you and so unappreciated. They see a woman like that actually looking after him like i'm not just a dumb only fans model i will care for you i will look after you. i'll do anything i can would no. you stop only fans yeah they will You'd revive stop. me and he gave me that trust but no one can give me that trust anymore i cannot sit there and drop a job for a man that will provide for me yeah good it's never going to be fucking you can't guarantee it's going to be more than a year or so you can pretty much guarantee it I if he marries you you can kind of i thought i was going to marry a man but then but within a day I, I found out he cheated uh he cheated on me of course he, me. he cheated on me okay so you got a flat back uh a somewhat uh a, a, a zooted flat back I, not, I can't even say Supreme. I mean, if you cut off that nose, maybe something here. But uh, this is a manufacturer flyback. And uh, she's an OnlyFans model. I guess they were showing her clippage, uh, some of her photos here. And this woman, the craziest thing about this is these women idolize being housewives. They, they idolize being trophy wives. In their world, they can be dedicated to one guy. Now, for us as men, we don't find that valuable. She's already crossed the line. Now, let me just say this. Let me say this. <laughs> My man said an OnlyFans lag. Yes. Um, she's already crossed the line where she can be uh, not trusted. And she's saying that she idolizes. She wants to live this life of the 50s where she's, what, uh, are you going to quit OnlyFans? She says yes. Well, the answer is nope. We know that's a no. Because she's going to get bored after four months. Then she's going to want her own money and feel like you're financially controlling her. But the odd thing is, there are people that marry girls like this. There are people that marry girl like this. I know you don't think so, but some of these suburban guys that you see these trophy wives, some of these trophy wives were strippers. Not, not a lot of them, but it's, it, it's not something that, is, that you can really figure out. But if you do the research... You do the research. I, I've actually worked and lived in very, very high influential areas. Some of these trophy wives that marry guys that have money and they're, they're housewives, they'll have kids too. They'll have kids. Some of these women were strippers back in Tampa, Florida. Some of these girls were Hooters, Hooters girls. 
Some of these girls were sugar babies. And they and they wiped them. <laughs> it's a it's a crazy thing. And uh, you know, you can really I, I guess if you tune in, you can figure it out. Some of these athletes, uh, they'll marry a woman and she's nothing but a housewife type of thing. And I don't want to demean her and say nothing but a housewife, but she's a housewife because she can't do anything else. And she she's an she's a housewife, but prior to that, she was like a she was a sugar baby or a stripper or or a Hooters girl. Uh, yep, or a bottle service girl. Yep, and he wiped them like a professional athlete, hockey players, baseball players. It's very common. I think um, I can't remember. There was a certain basketball player, a white guy. He married a Hooters girl. Let me see here if I can find it up real quick. And I'm not saying these girls are are strippers, but I'm saying these are the type of girls NBA player. Mary Suter's girl. Let me see if I can pull it up real quick. I can't remember who the player was. Uh oh, it's uh. Let me see here. Is it this guy? I don't want to say if this is this guy right here, but there's this. I mean, stuff like this happens, and you know, you can already say if they're they're doing stuff like that, tilted kilt, bottle service, Hooters. Uh, a lot of them have already kind of done some of these things right here oh chipper jones chipper jones is one. Oh, eric spolster yeah they got a divorce chipper jones it says impregnated a hooters waitress this is allegedly wes welker's wes Welk. okay here we go right here wes welker and uh, oh wait a minute what the fuck <laughs> what them popped up let me see if i can pull this up here nba player let me see if i can find this one right quick Okay, so uh, Chipper Jones here, former Atlanta Braves. Chipper Jones once impregnated Hooters waitress while under fire for a fair with the making base girl in a double whammy. All right, shout out to Chipper Jones knocking up the Hooters girl. This is alleged. And then you have this guy right here, Wes Welker. Wes Welker's wife won Miss Hooters International. So th- this is an example. This is an example of what we're talking about, right? Um. It, this does happen. So then when you see her, you'd be like, oh, man, these, these guys are marrying beautiful wives. And they're like hot wives. And you're like, damn, how did he get this hot wife? Well, he got the missions out of Hooters. Or he got them out of a strip club in Orlando or Tampa. There, there you go right there. So there's an example right there. You see this? Right? Uh, who is this? Wes Welker? He's a football player. And uh, look, he looks like he just got a pretty wife. Where did you meet her? In the college library? Where did you meet her? Uh, You know, uh, in a mall? Where did you meet her? When she was working retail at Nordstrom's? Nope. Met her at Hooters. That's (laughs) You know what I mean? So, uh, guys, a lot of suburban guys do, well, I won't say a lot, but it is not uncommon that a suburban guy will do something like this. They'll do stuff like this. And so with her being saying, hey, I'm an OnlyFans girl. I want to be a housewife. There are some guys on their second marriage that will wife up a girl like this. <laughs> true love. Yes, it's true love. He coaching the Dolphins now. Okay, I'll put his business out there. Somebody said Chandler Parsons. Was he one too? Let me look him up now that we're just distracted. Chandler Parsons. Wife Hooters. Let me see if it, it actually comes up. Let me see here. Uh, this girl here. Okay, he enga- he's engaged to this woman here, Haley. 
There's another guy that that done this too. I can't remember here. Let's see if they say she she came from Hooters. All right, Paul George engaged to yes, she was a stripper. So Paul George as well. They actually haven't linked. Uh, let's see where they got it from. Okay, they don't say where she worked, but uh, is she a Hooters girl? She owns a lash studio. All right, same thing. <laughs> she owns a lash studio. All right, so yeah, um, lash studio, my ass. All right, uh, but anyway, there you go, right there. So yep, and she would be in the flatback category, but she's gonna be like, oh, tr- pretty trophy wife. Yeah, man, it's wild. It's wild as hell. All right, uh, basketball player. He says a lot of trophy wives in Vegas, former strippers. Facts, this, dude. This is an absolute fact. It's an absolute fact. People don't know this. It's a secret. All right, let's go on to this right here. Speaking of scripper, uh, a woman that went viral for doing this. We just talked about this gym etiquette behavior. Apparently, this woman right here, she definitely is a flatback. She's walked into a gym. Um, and she's walked in to distract the hell out of everybody with these very tight pants on. They're so tight, they look painted on. In fact, they are painted onto her body. And she's being called out for this despicable behavior. And she should be called out for these despicable extensions that she got in her hair. But that's neither here nor there. All right. Um, she, has, she has walked into a gym for no other purpose than to distract the men with what looks like and what is admitted to be painted on leggings. Send it. Man, there, we need to go back. And I'm assuming that sports bra is painted on as well. This is where we're going, guys. I mean, guys, this is why they have tight, tight laws against this in the Middle East. Because they know women do shit like this. So it's essentially, she's naked. But what she's saying is, I have a bikini suit. Basically, I have a bikini on. So technically, I'm not naked. This guy has found out and discovered it. And she's trying to do what? Create content. By embarrassing these men, and of course, the next thing you know, if something happens to her or somebody looks at her funny or touches her, she's going to be the victim. This is why the Middle East, and most people will say Islam is right. Here we go, guys. Uh, Let's play the volume here. Okay. They don't want me to play the video. Where's the video at? Give me a second. We're going to give you a second to refresh the screen. Some reason the video won't play, but we'll play the volume. Clothes on. You need to be out of here, man. I do have clothes on. That's funny. Go closer. That is funny. I work in the industry enough to know. I work in the entertainment field. He's saying you need to leave. He's not. No, no, report to her. You can see. Report me. Cool. I mean, she's covered. So. Yeah, she's covered. All right, and so she got some sims. Yeah, that that definitely sports bra is painted on. So she has a painted on sports bar with her A cups uh, out right here. And, of course, this is somebody's daughter. And, you know, what a ve- this is somebody's daughter. This is all what they're doing. She has the two simps that probably work for her for her content and make a little bit of money out of her. They're encouraging her to do it, and they're actually defending her and go closer to him. And, all right, she's not doing anything wrong. She's covered up. Man, I tell you, our society really is going to be have a hard time recovering here. These should be arrestable offenses. I mean, she should be arrested for this this is indecent exposure and this is what i mean i mean you're distracting these men who are otherwise on their purpose there seems to be no other women in this gym 
So just her showing up, even just with their leggings on, is enough to distract them. These men aren't trying to be distracted. These men don't want this type of shit. All right. Now, why is this not sexual assault or sexual harassment? I just don't understand where we're going in this country. This is crazy. If you don't have clothes on, you need to be out of here, man. I do have clothes on. Go closer. How's your wife? That is fine. I work in the industry enough to know. I work in the entertainment field. He's saying you need to leave. He's not. No, no, and uh, she's saying you're not the owner. He's saying I work in the industry. That's clearly body paint. I know my stuff. And good for him, man. Listen, a lot of guys are like, well, why are you complaining? See, the slippery slope is what we called years ago by allowing this plausible deniability to exist in the first place. Now, this is where the buffoonery goes. Soon as you start with the slippery slope, Soon as you say, well, you shouldn't complain. You get to look at their ass. All right, don't complain about it. They're just trying to be, dress comfortable. Oh, she's trying to be cute. She's just attention seeking. Don't pay her attention. Now we're here with these streamers trying to become famous, doing things that pretty much, quite frankly, are illegal. How far are you going to let shit go? How far are you going to let shit go? Really, this is going to be, I mean, what is the next thing? What is the next thing? And this is literally five years after Jim thought in this what uh, started existing five years later, this is what we got. Oh man. Oh man. And it's always the next generation that takes it a little too far. And I did not mention her name on purpose. All right. Strike Nickel theater, 21 Savage, 21 Savage has this to say as to why male R and B singers don't make love songs for women like they used to. All right. Why do R and B singers not make love songs? For women like they used to. And 21 Savage, who was, we'll talk about 21 Savage in a minute. But he says, y'all bitches, some hoes now. Nobody's singing to y'all. Everybody sell pussy. Ain't nobody singing for. Ain't nobody to sing for. Ain't nobody to sing for. Ain't nobody. Rare win by 21 Savage. Rare W. We'll give him a win for that. Here we go. Uh, rare win by 21 Savage here. All right. And so uh, 21 Savage, uh, he definitely has taken the red pill because uh, 21 Savage got dumped, if I'm not mistaken, dumped by uh, Amber, what's her name? Amber Rose. Uh, he caught an L early in his life, and he never, he's recovered. So we, we I think he actually appeared on uh, Monkey Sip, uh, the 12 Sims of Christmas. Uh, because 21 Savage caught a big old fat L when he was a young man, and he was in a relationship with Amber Rose. Now, Amber Rose did him dirty, where he had uh, she had him pandering for her little slut walk march. And 21 Savage showed up in support, carrying signage about slut walk, and women should be able to be sluts and all of that stuff. And, and Amber Rose later revealed that she lost respect for him on that day. On the day that he came to support this woman in her Lilith journey, in her Jezebel journey, and he was holding signs talking about women can be sluts too. She says that that was the day she lost respect for him and she broke up with him at that particular day. So he has learned sometimes, guys, it takes a long time to get through your true red pill journey because yeah, you're going to have to get slapped around just a little bit. And I'm glad to see him return for this. Now, we already know the R&B industry, the promotion through love songs 
was all manufactured. It was all simpery at best. Much of them ninjas was had sugars in their tank. Most of these ninjas was pooter intruders. A lot of them ninjas was singing the ninjas. A lot of them songs was made up and written by four people in the industry and sung by a multitude of ninjas. All right. It was all, a lot of songs were put out and they went through 112 and it went through Usher and it went through uh, Jagged Edge and they didn't want to sing it. It went through this ninja and went through that ninja and went through Cisco. And then they finally had somebody record the damn thing. Some of them were lame and some of them were uh, hits. But the reality is, really, he said a lot of these girls out here selling puss. When I start selling pussy, I don't want to hear it. Yeah. Prince wrote most of them songs on the down low. <laughs> he wrote most of them shits. And he was like, here, here's my trash song. Somebody sing this shit. I don't want to sing it. All right, anyway. A lot of them ninjas was Porter intruders. Stragglin' Sniggle Theater, that's it. Hey, ride with me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five stick, you can get high with me, that's a deal, right? All right, all right, all right. Appreciate y'all for being here. Do me a favor, hit the like button, hit the like button on this show. Coming up next, are you a slave or are you free and fair and foul? We got a couple of things coming up here. Let me catch up on some contributors. Ladies love Cool C. A lady from 1988 is claiming that Jermaine Jackson sexually assaulted her in her home. Give him the buzzer. Damn, not Jermaine Jackson. Not Dynamite. Dynamite. Uh, man, you guys got to tell me something. I actually called this. Yep, a new lawsuit, Jermaine Jackson. I called this um, issue here. I said, and who remembers this? Because y'all didn't just, I be saying a lot of stuff. And people don't want to give me my flowers. Y'all act like I waited for somebody else to say this. I said this. I said, uh, at some point, the musicians from the 90s and 2000s are going to get their Me Too moment. Who remembers me talking about that? Because the first ones was from the, the 60s and the 70s and a little bit of the 80s. But I said... At some point, the 90s ninjas and the 2000 ninjas are going to get their Me Too as well because a lot of that wasn't even brought up. A lot of these women were still like 20, I mean, 30, you know, a couple years ago, 30 and 40. Now these girls are going into 50. I said that that's going to happen because a lot of these jail, the, the, that's why I was talking about the jail bait, the rock stars in and, and the 80s and 90s. Uh, and then I said the backstage, underage, adolescents. I was like, that's going to come back. Them women are gonna come back in the account. Really, what's happening is these bitches are broke. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Who remembers that? I said that. I was like, yo, them girls gonna come out with the '90s ninjas. Look at Diddy; he's a '90s ninja. All right, now we got Jermaine Jackson. I was—I mean, this is sad. This is sad, but we're seeing it right now. All right, these women are finally getting their brokenness, and they're like, "Let me reach." So all of the stuff from the '90s and 2000s are now on the table. Now that's where we at, especially with the New York thing. Now, here's the problem with it. Yeah, well, here's the problem with it. The stuff that we're doing now in the 20-teens and the 2020s, like this stuff, you guys got to realize all this fornication, all of these orgies, even the sugar baby shit, this shit in 2040 is going to hit the fan. <laughs> it's about to hit the fan, ninja. <laughs> Lawyers need money, too. Lawyers are broke out here for sure. Can't you get it? 
dead flat me three. stony broke of yeah. the $3.85 in my purse. I call it the Me 3 movement. <laughs> the Me 3 movement. That's what I call it. So, yeah, I, so people were saying, Coach, they're going to get you. Bitch, <laughs> I'm going to be somewhere else. I'm going to pull that. I'm going to pull that. If somebody else come out on me, Ninja, or not somebody else, if anybody else come out on me, I'm going to pull that Russell Simmons at. I'm going to be at where Russell Simmons at. I'm going to be doing my yogi and my Buddha. All right, I'm going to be lighting incense. I'm going to be sitting with my legs crisscross applesauce. Mm-hmm. Ah-oom. Ah-oom. Ninja going to be out there. Monkeys and chimpanzees jumping behind me. Ah-oom. <laughs> yeah. Ninja, soon as they start coming out and say, all right, that uh, sugar daddy got me. These women going to be 44. Damn daddy. All right, talking shit about me lining up, trying to get a payday. I'm going to be ah-oom. Ah-oom on these bitches. <laughs> I'm gonna be at where Russell Simmons at, Ninja. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, bitch ass Ninja, come get me in Bali. I'm gonna be in Bali with my Bali slippers on, on the airplane, bitch. <laughs> oh my! All right. Anyway. I'm going to be on maritime time. I'm going to be on a boat. Ninja going to be on a boat. <laughs> what city and state is he in? He ain't in none. Ninja, he, Coast Guard going to have to get a ninja. I'm going to be on a boat. All right, anyway, they ain't lining up on my ass, and I'm going to have receipts on these bitches. <laughs> All right, as soon as a bitch, two bitches come out, oh, 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 I was like, them bitches was broke. And they broke again. All right, they ain't trying to get up on me. Oh, man. Wild as hell. With Wi-Fi, you ain't trying to line up no claims on the Ninja. <laughs> yeah, multiple passports. I will have passports to three countries. Doo-doo, Dubai, United Snakes, and Aum. <laughs> Smoking mad weed. I'm going to tell you, man, if that happens, I'm going to smoke so much dope. I'm going to be smoking weed like crazy, like I growing it in my backyard. I won't be able to grow it fast as I can smoke it. <laughs> I'm going to be out here in a cipher. All right, anyway, this is all jokes for entertainment purposes only. If you wanted to know, this is for entertainment purposes only. New, 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 new. He said Wakanda. Yep, Wakanda passport. Anyway. Oh, man. Where are we at? Juan Primera says, CGA, the OG. Your content always is unique. Keep going. I try to keep it unique. I appreciate you, brother. Shout out to Monte says, anybody who likes Dr. Umar is a fool. You can't be taking him seriously. I just think at this point, you cannot take him seriously. He's a caricature. He's a caricature. All right, shout out to Stiliano. 2024 is going to be epic. Got my uh, link. I think that's what you said to carry. Shout out to you, Passport Gang Yang in the building. Uh-huh. We got Cesar V says, since it's uncuffing season, we better watch out for the exes. He says, happy Holy Innocence Day. Shout out to you. Watch out for your exes. Watch out for your exes. I'm going to grow my hair out. 
I'm going to definitely grow my hair out. I'm going to be like them Rastafarians that grew their hair out and dreaded, but they bald all the way back here. They shit start back here. They hairline back here, but they got mad dreads in the back. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> all right. I'm going to be out there with long dreads. You're going to be like, that's DGA? Gray dreads. Smoking spliffs. <laughs> all right, anyway. I'm going to have a whole, yeah, it's going to be a mess. It's going to be a mess. Yep. Where are we at? Did I get zero fallout? Says, did you hear Coach 60% of gyms going out of business because women are filming Big Tech following Twitter and uh, they're getting rid of women? Shout out to Joker. Shout out to Joker. Joker's announced that 60% of gyms are going out of business because of women are filming in there. Oh, man, our elders really knew. Our elders, he said, like Stevie Wonder. <laughs> like Stevie, yes, I'm going to have that Steve Lynn Morris. I'm going to have that Steve Lynn Morris. Let me see Stevie Wonder's dreads. Let me see here. I'm going to have that Stevie Wonder. Ooh! Yo, oh, man, Stevie, man, sorry if you see this. I mean, sorry if you hear about this. Uh, yes, that's going to be my shit right there. That's what my is going to look like. All right, my is going to be look lit. My That's how my is going to grow out right there. Hey, Stevie, man. It's just a joke. Anyway. Uh, shout out to the, uh, uh, the Better Bachelor. Go subscribe. Go subscribe to the Better Bachelor. Uh, <clears throat> um, great, great comrade. Comrade here in this game here. But it's 60% of gyms. I, these women recording in the gyms are absolutely a disgrace. <laughs> it's a disgrace. This is terrible. They're, they're ruining, they ruin everything. They do, man. They be ruining everything. Now we go, all right, anyway. What are we doing here? <laughs> he said, I'll dare you. I don't know what to tell you, man. My mom says she was just at the Hollywood Bowl and saw Stevie Wonder, so that's interesting. How dare you? All right, but that's going to be me. Uh, what are we doing here? Miles says, I'm just paying tuition, coach. I thank you for sticking your neck out there on a daily basis for this message. Your live stream last night was straight facts. He says, I always said an attractive black man can secretly smash any race and an attractive white guy can openly marry any race. Good God almighty. Wow. You're, man, I wish you would have said that yesterday, but that's an absolute fact. That's an absolute fact. An attractive back black man can secretly smash any race. You can go to any race, any you can overcome any religion, um, and all of that. But in a, but you can't openly marry. But op uh, attractive white guys. We're talking about American, American attractive white guys can openly marry any race. That's an absolute fact. Great, great point on that one. Uh, I remember when I was in the South Coast Plaza in what they call uh, Costa Mesa area. Um, I remember. Um, there was a group of Saudi women, and many of them were dressed in their complete cover, and some of them were out in their little jeans and T-shirts. They were covered, but they were out in some outfits that they could not be caught dead over there. And they, were, they saw me walking in the mall. Excuse me, I have the sniffles. They saw me walking in the mall, and I remember one time they were so giggly now, they were giggling. Listen, when I tell you these stories, it's, I'll always never be like, it was me. But they looked at me, and a couple of them was giggly, and they were doing this and giggling and laughing and looking at me and doing this shit. 
And I was like, <laughs> I was like, you knew, you know damn well that them women will get their head chopped off. If, in fact, they even thought about what's caught looking, but they knew they were comfortable enough that they can actually get away with it. In America, because they over here, uh, and I don't know if you know that area in the summer, they, a lot of them come over for vacations. This is a big vacation spot. Orange County, Newport Beach is a big vacation spot. They'll come over for two weeks or a month, and then they'll go back to Saudi Arabia. So it's a big, big vacation uh, destination for them. So anyway, I remember they was very giggly, and they were very girly and cute, and some of them, they didn't have their hair wrapped, and they had their hair out. They probably felt free. And I was like, now, <laughs> you know what I mean? But the, I'm tell, they were married age. They weren't no girls. These weren't girls. These were like married age women, like 30 and 40. And I was like, you know damn well, you would get chopped into pieces if you got caught. <laughs> Not only if I, you would get chopped into pieces, I would get chopped into pieces. All right. So you better act right. And so a lot of guys would have pressed up. I'm like, no, nah, ninja, leave them, leave them girls alone. Let them play. Let them play. But yeah, they'll mess around with you. All right. But they ain't carrying your ass out in the open. You're going to be behind closed doors, behind closed doors. You're very rarely going to be able to uh, come outside and openly. Now, white guy might be different for sure. He said they get the rocks. They get the rockage. They start piling rocks on them. It's crazy. Shout out to Pro Man. Messed up my text earlier. He says, meant to say my wife is Greek. When I was younger, her cousin used to smile at me. Never did anything. He says, would have come up missing. It was hard. He says, her feet were <laughs> her feet were all out there. And he was looking like, Lord. Yeah, a Greek family is big and deep. So pause. A Greek family always roll deep. Um, if you have these Greek families, especially on the East Coast, you're not just going to barge up in there and they Greek family. Not as a black guy. Not as a black guy. It's going to be a mess. Yeah, they get them rocks. They get rocks piled on top of them messing around. Some of these cultures don't play. Uh, Cesar V says, since it's, oh, I already got you. Shout out to Cesar. Appreciate you, brother. Appreciate you. We're going to get back into the show. Going to get back into the show. All right, let me see what we got here. Oh, are you a slave? All right, let's get into it real quick. This is going to be a hard segment here. New, 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 new world order. But I got to teach. I got to teach for a second. All right, not a doom and gloom. Are you slave or free? Two, uh, three articles here. Number one, take a look at what's happening here. I told you that this is going to be a breaking point for our country. This is going to be one of the most pivotal things that happen to our American citizens, especially our women. This is mostly a woman issue, but of course, there are men involved in this one. And right here, this is reported in finance, December 27th, obviously, but the holidays going on. It's a massive student loan debt strike, activists say, as millions of borrowers still aren't making payments. But if you don't make your child support payments, they threaten you with jail. What's going to happen here? This is going to be a massive L for a lot of people. And minorities are going to be affected. Black women overwhelmingly going to be affected. They are the biggest victims of the student loan debt issue. Many of them went to college and didn't even get the degree. Some of them went, they, they're the most educated, but the most student loan broke proportionally, even comparing women of other races. They lead in this category. 
Now, I must say that a lot of grad students and a lot of uh, people who go to uh, doctor school, a lot of these people are Caucasian. Um, a lot of them uh, assume, assume a lot of this debt as well. But many times they do pay it off down the line, all right, because they become dentists or something like that, and they do pay that off. But here it is, just 60% of student loan borrowers made payments when the bill resumed on October or in October this is, in essence, a massive student debt strike. Damn. So these degrees that they got, absolutely garbage, useless. Not many of these people use the degree. Not many people in general use their degree. But this is old hat, old, old stuff that I exposed years ago before people knew it. Um, and uh, before people were really aware of it, I was the one exposing it. And now this is all old news to me. But I knew we were going to hit this point. Uh, this point of the road right here. Some people did get their debt wiped out. Joe Biden was behind the scenes wiping off debts of many people, but many of these people were, uh, you know, what they call um, for-profit colleges or they had certain things. Uh, they qualified for the 20-year, they made payments for 20 years, but it never got wiped off the books because, you know, the government likes to swindle you. You got to do all this extra steps to get it wiped off and you qualified for it and the government had it hanging in limbo and he was able to wipe some of that off. But for the rest of us, um, for the rest of us, that debt relief did not come. By the way, this, the swindle in this was that Joe Biden, essentially a lot of people, there was a percentage of people, well above 30% of people who voted for Biden, specifically because there seemed to be a promise that he would wipe off the debt. So when you consider that, it was one of the most, it was the biggest issue on the, the ballot. And people made decisions politically that they probably regret at this particular point because they not only did they not get what they asked for or that they were promised, they also got extreme, extreme negative economic consequences since he was put in office. Okay, some people blame him for it, but since he's been in office, it's been a shit show economically. But uh, this is where we are. And when you understand that when you're in debt, you are essentially a slave. We're going to actually go to the next video that explains this. But a lot of people do not understand this. This guy right here. Um, I can't remember his name. Oh, Sad Guru. I remember Sad Guru. Uh, didn't he do something weird? Sad Guru. Where you been, fam? That, I haven't seen Sad Guru in a long time. All right, here we go. What does he have to say? Today you're celebrating him as a great being. But only 12 people followed him. In that, one of them freaked on him, all right? But if he comes to United States today, if he says, come follow me, you have a bank loan, student loan, car loan, house loan, holiday home loan, your mortgage for forty-five years. If Jesus says, come follow me, nobody will be there because everybody has to go to the bank. So you have entangled yourself in such a way, even if the most significant things happen, you can't change the direction of your life. Hello? If the greatest things came your way, you cannot change the direction of your life. This is a slave's life, isn't it? What is slavery? He cannot choose. That is slavery, isn't it? Today you're celebrating him as a great being, but only twelve people. All right, all right. Oh, he started over again. Oh, Sadhguru. All right, Sadhguru, 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 what he's essentially saying is you're a debt slave. Even if Jesus himself, or we call him Jesus Cristo, or we also call him Chiste, even if Chiste himself came down and said, I need 12 people 
12 men, 12 righteous men, 12 people to follow me. He's essentially saying you cannot do it because you're beholden to the banks. You're slaves. You would have to go to the bank first to be able to get your release papers in order to do what? Follow your savior. And that is a natural fact. Even the Bible argues against debt, right? Debt is of evil. Debt is of the devil. So that is a great point. And this is also the same thing as people who want to get married, particularly let's say women, women who want to get married, but they're carrying debt often have to consider their debt before their husband. And this is what's happening again. These women are saying I'm marriageable. I'm this and that. And I have my career. When you unpeel it back, when you peel it back, they're in massive debt in many, many ways. Even if they make a lot of money, I make $85,000 a year. They make a lot of money and they're still in debt. So you can't, have any, you can't even follow a man without me releasing you from that debt. And that would be a great expense. Even if you say you don't have to pay it, it would be better if he paid it, right? That would actually free both of you. If he's not in debt, it would be free both of you. Many people divorce because of the massive strain of debt. And then you think you're actually free, but you're actually uh, tied to these banks. This is an absolute big factor that people don't acknowledge. But I acknowledged it in my book, Devolution, because it can contribute to the failure of your marriage. This stress can contribute to the failure of your marriage, right? And you're trying to figure out why you're getting divorced. Much of it is because of debt. Bottom line, but we make up all these reasons. Well, whoa, 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 whoa. Then you go call Dave Ramsey and he tells you to sell your motorcycle in your truck. And then you're trying to get out here. And then this causes calamity in your marriages. Really, the biggest problem we're facing today is debt and women with debt. Mm. I'm going to tell you right now, the biggest issue, this is why I wrote The Evolution. The biggest issue that we're facing and we're going to face going forward for the new people here. I called this, I did all this work in 2018, 2019. The biggest issue we're going to face is Debt demons. That's going to be why shit don't pop off. It ain't. She's not going to tell you this, though. She's going to say, I'm in a bind. I need a little bit of help. The biggest issue Americans face is debt. Until you release yourself from debt, you are a slave. Period. And you cannot marry. You cannot convince people to pay off your debt. And all of that. One of the reasons why we have a big monetized sexual marketplace is because young women are in college and they cannot afford to do what? They cannot afford to go to grad school. They can't afford their college. They can't afford their rent in college. And you're seeing them have to try to figure that out and balance it. And they're doing some things out here to figure it out. The debt demons, yes. Yep, he says, yep, that, that's why monetized dating today is where it is. And by the way, you, I told you where we were going. Anybody, I, I hate that you guys come to my show and try to give credit to somebody else. Y'all always like, you heard this from here. Guys, I was popular before some of these guys even became popular. All right, I've been on this for a long time. This is not some new shit you just hopped up on. I told you we're in a situation, look. Divide and conquer. We're divided, and I'm going to tell you, the number one reason why we're divided, 
and nobody will admit this, the number one reason why you have divorce culture is not all this bullshit about happiness or anything. About eight out of ten times, it's the debt. It's the debt that's crushing you. (laughs) One of the people or both of you are in debt. Yep. And this debt ain't going nowhere, bro. It ain't going nowhere. We're going to have this problem with relationships. We're going to have this problem until this debt crisis is solved. And it ain't going to get solved. All right. Some people say um, they didn't think Joe Biden was going to do it. I told you he wasn't going to do it. (laughs) Right. When he was running, when I was doing this before YouTube, the red pill got popular. When Joe Biden was running, I was like, he ain't going to, he ain't canceling shit. (laughs) Who remembers that? I was like, he ain't canceling nothing. Everybody's like, what? He said he was going to cancel it. I was like, he's not canceling. He doesn't have the power to. This was me back in 1919 and 2020. Okay. So I was like, none of these Democrats. First, it was Elizabeth Elizabeth Warren. Then it was uh, Bernie Sanders. And I showed you. I was like, they're promising you this. They're not going to do it. Then Joe Biden reluctantly said, okay, I'll do it. But he, did, he reluctantly said it out the corner of his mouth. He wasn't one of the guys that ran on the platform um, of getting rid of the debt. Then it was the Asian guy, Andrew Yang. He's going to give everybody a $1,000 a month check. Foolish shit. Absolutely foolishness. And I was like, he cannot do this, guys. But, of course, they started to cancel me and shadow ban me. <laughs> right? I was like, he can't do it. I don't know you morons. He cannot do this. Like, he legally is not able to do what he's saying he's going to do. But you morons didn't listen. And here we are three years later. I look like a genius. Yep, even Pelosi says he can't do this. But he said that, she said that after he got elected. (laughs) Right, so of course. She only revealed that after he got elected. She didn't say that while he was running for president, of course. All right, but a lot of people got fooled and all of that stuff. All right, Bernie said it, Elizabeth Warren said it, Joe Biden didn't even run on that platform until he had, got, had to get rid of Bernie, all right, because Bernie was the only competition. And then once that happened, then he was like, all right, yeah, I'll do it. I'll, he cannot do this shit. But here's the problem, guys. The problem is these are go- this issue is going to affect marriages. There are women right now that, that want to get married, but they can't because they're stuck in debt. They already know, and, and by the way, there's men as well, men as well. But the, the student loan debt issue is women. It's a women's issue because if it was men, nobody would give a ass, rat's ass, because they own two-thirds of the debt. Women own two-thirds of the student loan debt. Now, men owe two-thirds plus of child support. I don't hear nobody saying eradicate child support debt because <laughs> both are equally egregious. Both neither can be bankrupted. And only one of them you're going to jail for. But wait till they start garnishing these wages. They're going to start garnishing wages on you people. All right. And it's going to be a dumpster fire. <laughs> it's going to be a dumpster fire. But yeah, man, we, we're in trouble with a lot of people here. Let's go to this one here. Uh, are you free or are you a slave? I've been touching on this here a couple of weeks. Why you don't own anything? Same thing. You homeowners, you don't own your home. You guys own cars, you don't own your cars. You guys have children. You don't own your children. If you've been listening to me, I've been trying to hip you up on this. But a lot of people still are asleep. 
You're woke, but not awake. Here's the reality of it. This name is going to go through it right here. Let's play the video. You might get really mad when you learn that you don't own anything. When you start learning that everything that you register with the government, you start effectively fractionalizing your control over the title of that thing. You start giving up rights in exchange for privileges. People get really mad. Like when people find out that they don't own their kids, that they're the they're not the father and mother of their sons and daughters. They're the parental guardians and that they've invited the church, or rather they've invited the state into their marriage. They have a third party. People hate that one. People really hate that one. People get mad too when you say that they don't own their homes and they, they like go into their mortgage documents and they look at it and they realize they have this fee simple mortgage. And the fee simple mortgage basically means that if they pay it all off, they'll own the building that's on the land, but they won't own the land. So they continue to pay state taxes on the land even after they pay it off. And the likelihood of them being able to take the building that they uh, they purchased with them somewhere is nearly impossible. They can sell the building, but they don't actually own the land. And then you uh, you start to look at the car, your automobile, and people are like, I have a, I have a pink slip. And the pink slip is what the state gives you in lieu of the manufacturer's certificate of origin which is really the superior title on the vehicle. They go ahead and take that for you too when you register your vehicle with the Department of Motor Vehicles and you don't realize that the moment you bought your car, you might get really mad. When yeah, see, this stuff, man, people think this stuff, they, they think this stuff is conspiracy theory. This isn't true. A lot of people are not awake or aware or they'll come up with another excuse. Well, well, you still can own the property. You still can sell it and then you can move it around. But uh, yeah, we've been sold out long time ago. We were sold out a long time ago on this. Anytime you have anything related to a license or a registration or anything like this or certificate, especially if it has the state of what you dwell on, realize you don't own that. You have a appearance of owning, but you really don't own that. Uh, they can impound that. They can take your kids. CPS can attempt to come and take your kids and sexually traffic and human traffic them. All right, because you don't own it. Okay, the, you you can pay off your house every bit of it. You can pay off your house for 29 out of the 30 years of your mortgage down to the last few payments. You miss your property tax. They could seize that property. They could put a lien on it. They can levy any bank account you own. All right. So anyway, <laughs> any bank account you own, this is all temporary ownership for the most part. And if you don't do what you need to do in terms of putting things in trusts or wills, that stuff gets stuck in probate when you die. Then the state controls it, and then now you got to fight over it, and or you got to pay a significant tax to the government to transfer from one individual to another. It is interesting. <laughs> yep, titles, same thing. So it is interesting when you become awake and aware, and um, instead of woke, wokeness is backwards. Woke is under a spell. Awake and aware is definitely you know what's going on. You know what time it is. So a lot of people don't know what time it is at all. And you're out here under the illusion of freedom. We have great freedom here, but really, do you? Do you? Well, if you're in debt, you don't. If you're married, you don't. If you have children, you certainly don't. You can't just up and leave. Okay? Certainly. So these things do benefit. If you buy a house, you don't have much freedom. Okay? You can't just up and leave unless you have the money to buy multiple houses and then go to another house in another municipality and let that one sit there. And uh, you continue to pay the mortgage and all of these stuff. By the way, mortgage comes from translated mort, mort, mortal, mortality. All right. Immortal. 
Okay, mortis, right? Mort. Death. <laughs> death contract. All right, Mort Gidge is a death contract. It's a contract to death or a contract that will result in your death or the, the contract extends to the period till you die. All right, so mortgage. It's a death contract. Um, the root word M-O-R-T or mortician. <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, words mean things. Mer- death pledge, death note. Yes, words mean things. Are you awake? All right, this is too heavy for y'all. New, 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 new world order. Are you awake? Are you aware or are you woke? If you get a 40-year mortgage, that certainly is a death contract. I'm for sure, yes. Morgue, yes, morgue. All right, so anyway, it's a, it's a contract to you die. Anyway, <laughs> mortgage. All right, what are we doing here? We got another segment here. Let's, let's loosen it up a little bit, fair or foul. We're going to play a video about, um, about this guy right here. He is Duke from AMP. And I believe Duke was one of the people in the uh, accusation issue. We don't want to bring all of that up. I'm sounding like I'm sounding I'm sounding like that damn what's that girl name? Uh, Maria Andrews, whatever her name is from ESPN. Um, this is fair or foul. This is Duke here. It says right here. Oh, I got to rewind it back. It says, "Ain't no way these girls left their boyfriend to be with Duke." Fair or foul? Let's examine the evidence. Look closely at the beginning of the video. This gentleman, Duke, shout out to AMP, the AMP house. All right, Kai and uh, the brother, Agent Double Zero, and Duke, and the other brother, the chunky brother. Shout out to the AMP squad. Take a close look. There's going to be two women walking with two men. They're going to see Duke recording, and they're going to come over to see Duke. Yeah, Malika Andrews. Thank you. So let's stop it right here to do a review of what's happening here. Man, I tell you, boy, uh, I don't know if you guys know. Ninjas used to get lynched over shit like this. I'm just ninjas used to get ninjas used to get lynched. It wasn't that long ago. Literally like 30. Well, is it 2023? I'd say like a good 30 something years ago, you could get lynched for some doing some shit like this in the South. All right. Times y'all don't realize how much times have changed. Yes, in the 1980s, they were still kidnapping lynching ninjas. All right, yes. It, 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 it happened, right? It wasn't as published as it was, but if in the South, in the Deep South, your ass could be caught in the bushes somewhere. All right, so really know how far we've come. Okay. I didn't mean to do that. Let's pop this back up on the screen. All right, so men and young black men, we've actually, you know, these young black men have actually been able to experience quite, a significant uh, prominence to be able to uh, be be objects, objects of affection, objects of uh, 
you know, glamorized hip hop, the thug pookie image is an image that is glamorized that even women of other cultures can see as, hey, I want some of that. Oh, 30 years ago was the 90s. Okay, 40. I'm showing my age. 40 for sure. All right, but uh, now these women feel comfortable approaching you guys, and they do see that you guys have clout, and these attention seekers will jump all up in your mix. Now, you do have to be careful, and these women look uh, probably up. These, these are not Caucasians. <laughs> these are not Caucasians. All right, and um, these are definitely looks like uh, potentially Middle Eastern. I can't really tell. They look Latina maybe, possibly. And they definitely drunk. Look at her nostrils all flared up. <laughs> her nostrils all flared up. Uh, so here we go right here. And uh, let's go in here and see what happens here. Let's go ahead and frame it again. Now they've been all up in the videos. I want to say they're Latina. All up in the videos. And the dudes they're with, let me see, the dudes they're with look like white guys. These white docker guys, man, they will come and fix your, maybe he's mentally, I can't tell. <laughs> I can't tell at all. What are we doing here? All right. Anyway, Armenian, possibly, possibly, but let's play the rest. Why these women all up in the videos? No, you got to listen to what the no, survey is about. I just what's, this, what's your survey about? The survey is about, like, the, about, like, Tai Chi. Yeah, I know. Okay. Like, I've been searching, I've been looking, I haven't seen that one. The what? Right. That is like shining. Oh, this is like, man, this is, what do you think? Is this foul? You guys got to remember, I'll come back to this point. These women were with these two men. Now look at these two men, Beta Brad. Lebanese, could be Turkish or Lebanese. One of them looks uh, Spanish. Take a look at what we have. Now, I grew up, which could be debatable. <laughs> This is a foul. Lady, are there any ladies watching this? This is a big old foul. Can I get a hit? Can I get the like button? Can I get the like button hit? This is a foul. If I'm with you out. Now, women will call you insecure. Oh, you're insecure. What did I do wrong? They got a little alcohol in them. But guys, ladies, when you do stuff like this, you're basically just really, really, you're really causing a fracture in your relationships. But women think they can do this. There's no repercussions. Back in the day, 80 years ago, right across the face, Ike Turner. Ike Turner. In the pimping industry, you can't even give eye contact to another man. You can't even look at another man. What do they call that? You being out of pocket. You're out of pocket. A pimp will say, don't even look at another pimp. A pimp walk up to you, don't even look at them. Keep your eyes forward and straight. Because if I catch you looking, you out of pocket. Mm. <laughs> I turn her. And he's like, um, these women know it too. They know they're violating. Because then when you come back and you're like, hey, what, what's going on? You try to pull her away. Dude, do not ever front on me in public. I'm going to tell you right now, I don't play that mess. And no, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna act up. But what I'm gonna do is leave your ass out there freezing. Okay, I will leave your ass out freezing. I won't even announce it. I would just walk the hell off right up to my car, rouge, start my shit up, and leave your ass out there. 
No discussion. It wouldn't even be a discussion. I will leave your ass out there. I don't care if you my wife or what the hell you are. My girlfriend, my sugar baby, I don't give a shit who you are. You going to get left. Your ass straight going to get left. So you ain't ever going to look. Bitches, look at this, man. You done left? Oh, hell no. <laughs> I will leave her out there freezing. Now they, back in the day, you would get yanked, your arm yanked for just looking at a ninja. And now they just going to pull off, I, not me and my dockers and my penny loafers out here. And I done spent, we didn't, they probably spent $800 at Mastro's. And these bitches out here got their belly full of drink and going to complain they can't fuck tonight. But they gonna run to a pookie? You definitely ain't. You definitely ain't gonna run to no pookie after I done fed your belly and you done drank drank. You didn't you know these bras didn't pay for shit. And I'm in my sports coat and my penny loafers. Oh, mm. <laughs> uh, let's play the whole video. If you listening, if you ever do this shit and your man act up, you deserve whatever the hell you got. Now, I'm not saying physically, but if he acts up and says this, do if you call him insecure, man, guys, do not put up with this shit. Please don't ever put up with this shit. This is disrespectful. This is super foul. And now you praising the ninja and I'm standing over there with my vineyard vine outfit. I'm standing over there. <laughs> I'm standing over there with my damn golf pullover and boat shoes and you over there praising the pookie oh hell no that's foul as hell bro yeah i think y'all boyfriend just left y'all yeah they did they did but they're good they're good no we don't care about them boom we're fine look duke said oh go ahead we don't care about them guys these are your wives out here man these y'all wives these the wives that tell you this I haven't showered in three days, and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Wow. Nothing. Wow. And he's even like, wow. These hoes are disrespectful out here, man. These women are really disrespectful. These millennial women, they full of disrespect. All right. The, da the dating game is all fucked up. You, I ain't paying your bills. You ain't living up under my roof. And you did. Oh, hell no. We don't care about them mother suckers, that simp ass beta brads. Woo wee! Their way back to them. They're they're good. They're good. They're good. You left your girls with three pookies. Well, 
I'm not calling them Pookies. Shout out to AMP. But let's just call a spade a spade. We're calling them Beta Brad. We're just saying for optics. For optics. These brothers are good, genuine brothers. But they just peeled off of me after I done peeled back $800 large and the mortgage. And you're like, huh? And you standing there with these ninjas? Ain't never gonna happen. Ain't never gonna happen. That happened. You got one time to pull that shit. And that's your last time. Uh oh. Hey, that's a wrap, ladies and gentlemen. And we out. All right, shout out to Duke and the AMP brothers out there. Fair or foul? Man, that is out of pocket. Any women want to defend this shit? Because I know you in here. Is this? Any men want to defend this? Go step on up. Uh, Super chat will do. Anybody want to defend this shit? This is wild, out-of-pocket shit, man. Guys, relationships are really, really changed. You guys are at a disadvantage in relationships. Like, if women are defending this, I don't know what to tell you. I would not ever, ever, that is never, okay? I actually, you know, give people instructions. You got to give hoes instructions. Oh, these bitches are held you in self-destruction. Let's just say these men were dangerous and they start violating them. Now I got to come save you? Now I got to come save you? It's crazy. You know, and I always tell women if I'm with them and I'm out, it's like, listen, if you know a ninja, if you know a guy, wave at him and keep it moving. Right? Let's say you know a guy. Oh, hi, Derek. Do not run after that ninja. Do not call that ninja name across any restaurant or hallway. Let that ninja pass you, wave, and we're going to keep it moving. If that ninja come up at the table, do not invite that ninja to sit down. The evening will be over. I'm going to march off that mother sucker and y'all can finish and pay the bill. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> just do not do this shit. I also tell women, if you see me out with another woman, keep that shit moving. Do not cause no scene. Keep that shit moving. Say, oh, hi, daddy. All right, you see that live in the flesh, keep that shit moving. No hugs, no introductions. I don't need to know none of it. I don't need to know that ninja. You guys got to have zero tolerance with this shit. But you guys got to let them know beforehand. Don't let them know when the shit happens. And they go, oh, hi. They drop your hand and they run over. Hi. Jump in his arms and shit. Oh, hell no. Because these girls will do it. They'll do it on you today. And then blame you for reacting negatively. Ain't no chatting. Ain't no, ain't no catching up. Ain't no, hey, how you doing? Nope. Ain't no, here, sit down and join us. Nothing. I'm just letting you know. You do it, it's a wrap. It's a wrap, evening over. This is why I have the power position. This is why I don't mind paying like for dinners because it gives you the leverage. As soon as you split, then they feel like, well, I was paying my half anyway so I can do shit like this, embarrass you, humiliate you. And I also feel bad when women do it to me. So I'm gonna just let you know, when women do it to me, I will tell them, hey, I'll talk to you another time. All right, go back to your dinner. I'll see you later. Let's say I'm, I actually was in a situation where I went to Mastro's. I was with a date, and then there was a woman that I knew uh, as a client through my fitness business. She was with, on a date with another guy. We saw each other, and we didn't even say, we, we, we didn't even say anything to each other. We saw, we looked, and we, we kept it moving. That's the best way to do it. See, look, all right, acknowledge, and keep it, 
keep it good because then what happens is you got to do a lot of explaining even if because that other lady was my client she was significantly older than me so um but the other guy she was with you know you oh that's my personal trainer evening ruined all right evening ruined <laughs> my man okay we got a guy here we got a guy that says we got a guy right here that says you're making a lot of assumptions here those dudes' boyfriends may not give a F. All right, so listen, I did ask if you, I did ask, do you agree with this? Right, so the guy here says I'm making a lot of assumptions. The dude boyfriends may not give a F. Okay, this may be a case of the guys do whatever and the girls do whatever. Okay, I did ask. Let's review the film. Let's review the film. All right, he may be a little bit behind. But let's review the film and see if, in fact, that is the case, <laughs> right? So we have, we have visual evidence of said men, and I'm here to teach. I'm here to teach, all right? So let's review the video. At this point, seconds after, how many seconds after? 131 here. How many seconds? We got 10 seconds. We have 20 seconds in, 30 seconds in. Here they come. There's the guys right there. Okay? 30 seconds in, here they come. Okay? One of them's going to come over. 30 seconds into this exchange, here he is. He don't care? I'm just asking. Do you think this guy cares at this point? He waited 30 seconds, and then he got alarmed. He said, what is this? Now, it looks like he cares. He looks like he's drunk as well. But he's trying to remove her. Look, look, do you think that's a guy that don't care? <laughs> I'm making assumptions. Do you think he cares? 30 seconds into the interaction, and it looks like he cares. Look, he's trying to pull her away by the titty. Right? He's got her by the arm and the titty. She's making a facial expression, ignoring him. No eye contact. That smirk on her face. That's a smirk basically communicating to him. Okay. Now watch this. He's look at him. Does he look like he cares? I think he cares. <laughs> right. Okay. Watch this. And look. He looks like he's care. He's getting ignored. What does he do? He walks off. Look at the other guy sitting up on that little stoop right there in the back. Okay, watch this. He goes back. A few more minutes, a minute later into the interaction. A minute later, where's the point where he comes? He's still sitting back there. He's going to make an appearance here. Right there. Does that look like he cares? Okay, does that look like he doesn't care? Take a look at him right here. I think uh, the other lady's trying to hold him back because he's made a beeline. Yep, the other lady's trying to hold him back. You think he doesn't care? Am I making assumptions here? Look at this look. This guy is definitely uncomfortable. Look at that. Okay. This look right here is like, bitch, you out of pocket. He looking at her like, bitch, when you get home, 
I'm about to unleash this tongue, this verbal tongue. Ask yourself, sir. I know you might be a classic dissenter. That guy definitely cares. You do whatever I do with ever? I don't think so. This ninja is hot. And even the male knows. He Even the male knows that this shit is uncomfortable. And there they go. Look, does he look like he cares? Look at the guy in the back. He trying to tell that bitch and the other one holding her back. Holding him back. The other guy's holding her him back with her with his hand. And he's trying to get at her. She's not budging. Again. <laughs> the evidence shows that they certainly do care. The evidence shows that he certainly does care. Moving on here. Destiny must be here. Destiny must be here. All right, here we go here. But I did ask if you we're okay with this type of thing. And even Duke acknowledged, uh, you better go back to your boyfriend. Oh, they don't care. All right. Tried to get a ninja. All right. First, they tried to wrap me up, slap me up, rough me up. They couldn't do it. So they cuffed me up. All right. Here we go right here. Next video is allegedly Candace Owens reacting to a loyalty test. Unfortunately, there's music in the background. So I don't know what I need to do with this video, but let's play it. Have y'all been married for 40 years? Yeah, 40 years. Well, are you guys loyal? Yeah. Are you loyal? Are we what? Loyal. Like loyal. I, like... I know. I know I am. So have you guys ever checked each other's phones in like 40 years? You know, Occasionally. Not very often. Can y'all switch phones real quick? I just want to see if you guys are being loyal. All right. Let's see. Who's Larry? Who's Larry? Larry's a friend. Larry's a friend. I don't think so. I think he's a, um, he's more of a work friend. Uh-oh. You know, all her friends? Many of them. I mean, she's, she's, she's got friends of her own. I mean, but, I just don't associate with her. friends of your own, That's too. That's true. That is true. Yeah. Look through Larry's messages real quick. I just want to see. Uh-oh. Can I have my phone back, please? Yeah, get, get her phone back. Could you call Larry right now? Oh. Could you call Larry right now and ask Damn. him? Why are you talking to, why is he talking to you like that? Okay, say something. Okay. Not good, not good, not, not good, not good. Not good. Gotcha, bitch. Oh, man, Archie Bunker. God dang, Archie Bunker. Caught that work, Ninja. Caught that work. Old skeezers, I, I, I want to let you guys know, contrary to popular belief, old people have sex, right? This is one of the things that you think that they don't be having sex. They be freaky out here. These old bras are freaky as hell. All right, these old bras will come over here and put the work of God on you because they don't give a rat's ass. The highest STD rates going around on record right now are coming from senior citizens. All right, old people fuck. Old people fuck. So here we go right here. We have a marriage of 40 years. Now, this could be a skit. This could be some of these things here. Uh, but this is very common. Stuff like this happens. Even affairs at this age, it happens. <laughs> okay. And yeah, Mr. Drummond. <laughs> Mr. Drummond found out that his wife of 40 years was in these streets. In these streets. In these cotton picking streets. Called up the man, said, hey, babe. Oh, ninja. Now, guys, nobody's safe out here. She said. He's just a friend. 
It's just a friend. He like, why are you talking to him like this? Old women are horny. <laughs> they are. Guys are being loyal. All right, let's see. Ooh. Larry. Larry. Uh-oh, she got caught. Look at that. Oh, she looked like a sexy old lady. All right, this woman definitely a freak. This woman definitely a freak. And Larry probably 36 years old. Larry probably 36 years old. <laughs> All right, here we go, right here. Larry been there the whole time. Yep. Who's Larry? Larry's a friend. Uh huh. I don't think so. I think I, I don't think so. He's a, um, he's more of a work friend. Oh, work. Uh, he's more of a work friend. Yeah, he, yeah. I don't think you know him. I haven't introduced you. I think you. I did introduce you. you know all her friends. Many of them. I mean, she's 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 got friends of her own. I mean, uh, I just don't uh, associate. Yeah. All right, she tried to say you out here too. (laughs) She tried to say you out here too. All right, you got some friends too. She tried to toss it back on him and blame him. You got some girls too. I know you got some girls too. I see you out there looking at the next door neighbor girl who came back from college. All right, I seen your ass. All right, here we go. I see you out there helping her out. I see y'all out here. I see you out there handing her money. Hey, see this woman, truth be told, has watched this ninja cheat on her for a minute. Let's talk about it. <laughs> All right. This woman has overlooked this ninja, Philip Drummer, to, you know, helping girls out, helping them fix their cars and, you know, and I'm shit like that. She didn't watch this shit. She like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know why she looked the other way? Because Larry. She had Larry in his back pocket. She had Larry in her back pocket. So she going to say, oh, oh, okay, I know you got some shit, too. Don't, don't, don't come after me because he going to be mad at her. Oh, uh, who's Larry? She's like, oh, oh, you got some girls, too, ninja. And so she going to use that as a defense for cheating on this ninja. And she been cheating on Larry for 26 years. 26. This ninja heart going to be hurt. <laughs> that is true. Look through Larry's messages real quick. I just want to see... <laughs> Man, imagine being married this long and realize your wife has been been getting throttled. And I don't I don't think they've been sleeping with each other for a long time either. That's somebody's nana and papa. He has not been beating the brakes off that wife for a long time. He probably can't even get aroused by her. But look at this ninja. 40 years of marriage right here. Ooh-wee! Hey, man, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. Can I have my phone back, please? Yeah, Aww. get your phone back. <laughs> oh, he looked like he going to, damn, this ninja looking like the P, the B2K killer. <laughs> what is it, the B2K? I think it's BTK. He looking like the B2K killer right here. This ninja going to definitely go to the pantyholes in the strangle maneuver. All right, let this ninja look like he got bodies back in Vietnam. <laughs> He a Vietnam vet out here. This ninja caught bodies back in the day before he converted to a conservative. That looked like there. That's the hillside strangler right there. This ninja right there. <laughs> 40 years. I mean, I'm telling you, marriage is not what, it, what you think it is, man. Marriage is a really, really dirty game. It's a really dirty game. 
Would you call Larry right now? Would you call Larry right now and ask him why are you talking to? Why are you talking? All right, this bitch about to give her the Dennis Raider. All right, let's pull him up. The B2K killer. <laughs> I call him the B2K. You know I'm messing around. All right. She giving this ninja the B2K look. Right here. Look. <laughs> Where he at? She looking at this ninja like. <laughs> Who remember this ninja B2K? All right. Where he was running around there. He was married with a whole wife and kids. And he was killing up women all in somewhere in Kansas. I can't remember where it was. Iowa. Let me see. Let me, let me, let me do the two right here. Look at this ninja. Yep. He about to give her the B2K. He about to give her the B2K. <laughs> he about to give her the... <laughs> He about to give her the B2K. Oh man, this is a cold world out here, man. It's an evil world. It's an evil world we live in. It's an evil world. Larry. Larry beating the brakes, the cobwebs off of this woman. Talking to you like that. Okay. Not good. Not good. Not good. Oh man, ninja, y'all need to man. These girls out here, man. These girls out here in these streets, man. You can't keep them. These streets. <laughs> you can't keep them. <laughs> oh man, is that fair or foul? Where's Andrew at? Andrew's like, you don't know. You're reading in between the lines. All right, all right. I'm still reading in between the lines. All right, fair or foul? Coming up on last one here. Uh, this girl's. This guy's gonna talk about his first heartbreak. As you guys know, men. We experience our first heartbreak when we're very young. People use that against us. Just because you got dumped in high school, right? Just because you can't get girls in your 20s, they blame us for being over here enraged. <laughs> Red pill raging. But really, in our younger years, we don't have much to leverage, so we depend on a woman actually liking us. Then we find out they don't like us, and it hurts our heart. We become damaged and hurt. And then they say, who hurt you? Well, ninjas get hurt when they're young because, you know, all it takes is a man that has a nice car, an apartment, some Jordans, finger, some waves, uh, a fur coat, a starter jacket. It don't take much for a woman to leave you and she likes you and you find out the next day she ain't like you no more. It happens. Right? A dookie rope chain. Know what I mean? It happens. But in this situation here, this young man's going to realize a woman hurt his heart a long time ago, somewhere around the third grade. All right, sad. Is this fair or foul to talk about this being your first heartbreak, your first hit at hypergamy and female nature? Let's play the video. It's time that you got your heart broken. I sat beside this girl in elementary school, right? And every Friday we would color. And you know what I'm saying? I'm thinking she my shawty. But then there was one day, bro. Then he walked in there. I guess he got his bag up. He put out that 64 pack. Slap that bitch right on the table. Okay, I still got my coloring partner or lady or whatever. Oh, no, nah, she over there choosing. She, she look over there, bro. She say, oh, do you got turquoise? <laughs> that nigga had turquoise. <laughs> she go over there and start coloring her, bro. She let me by my lonely. So I'm thinking like, man, like, maybe, maybe that's just for the day. Every single day she would go over there and color with that nigga. I remember, bro. I remember it like it was yesterday, bro. It was a green turquoise he had that I didn't have. Not, I had the basic nigga pack. He had the exotic pack, nigga. Yeah, the one that allow you to draw white people correctly. <laughs> like, you got that yeah, peach? I'm trying to draw Miss Britain. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Danny, though, man. Hopefully he's still doing his thing. No, f*** Danny. <laughs> uh, tell me. Oh, everybody has their villain origin story, you know? <laughs> 
Everybody has their villain origin story. When you rebuild some female nature and you look back at your life, you're like, oh, it's because he had 64 pack of crayons with the crayon sharpener in the box. You had the 12 pack. He had the turquoise. Yes. Does happen. Is it fair or foul to talk about young people and female nature and the girl leaving you because he had the 64 crayon color pack? This is getting out of hand. (laughs) All right. You got the dollar store crayons. This ninja got Target crayons. Oh, man, that can really separate you from your girl out here. Villain origin story. I didn't have enough crayons. <laughs> the crayon swindler. All right, this and the woman, from the woman's perspective, she's looking over. She's looking over at you. You don't have turquoise. Him have turquoise. And she takes her coloring books. Or the next day she walks in, you're like, hi, hi, with your 12 crayons all laid out. Hi, you're waiting for her to come sit at the table. She drops over by the ninja with the 64 pack. You're like, oh, this bitch didn't do this to me, did she? Your village and origin story, crayons, third grade. Is this fair or foul? All right. It does give you a hint at what's going on here. (laughs) Oh, man. Shout out to this guy right here. I do like that. It's a funny story, but yes. We're taking it a little too far. Those are something. He said he had the trapper keeper, not the trapper keeper. I got a trapper keeper in the back. Yeah, man, you had the you had the peachy folder. He had the trapper keeper and the peachy folder ain't going to get it. Not the crayon box, too. Oh, boy, it could be Hey man. Women, you know, women have hypergamy. It's, they call it female nature for a reason. <laughs> All right. Are we at the main event? Let me do one more, and then we'll get kick the main event. Uh, Latinas and passive-aggressive. We talked about this the other day. Uh, Latinas, when we talked about interracial dating, uh, one of the things that I said, Latinas, you know, yes, they will still give you the badusi. They will let you beat it up. They're not really stingy with the sex. That's the one of the good things about Latinas. Shout out to my Latina chicas. And this, wait a minute. All right, they don't, they going to give you the box. You know, it's going to be very hairy, too. It's going to be a mess. This might be a nightmare. It's going to be a mess. Even when they're angry with you, they'll have sex and argue with you. And then after you finish, they'll argue with you some more. They'll be arguing with you beforehand. They'll be pulling down their pants and panties and be giving you the puss. And then they'll argue with you the entire time and then argue with you afterwards. They like to fight. And if they get around any uh, sharp uh, sharp uh, things, they'll cut you. Yeah, I got to cut you. They will cut you. But they're, gonna, they're not the ones where we talk about sexist marriage. They tend to give up the sex. They, they don't have no problems with doing that. All right. But it's going to be hairy down there. It's going to be a mess. It's kind of like, yes. <laughs> uh, but this video kind of encapsulates being with the Latina. All right, they're very, very spicy and angry and passionate. They're very clingy. And they'll cook for you and clean for you, give you sex. But you're going to go by death by a thousand cuts, and then the final cut is going to be brutal. Yeah, I got to cut you. So really, is it really a win? Is it really a win? Like you're getting what you want, but she's just, uh. All right, this is a funny skit about, this encapsulates encapsulates what we are talking about here. Here we go. Oof, baby. What's on the menu today? Your wee wee. Huh? Your wee wee. My wee wee? Yeah. Fuck you mean my wee wee? That's shrimp. Your wee wee. Exactly. Or you think you can play games and shit? That's not a game. 
Bro, why are you fucking roasting me? It's the fucking morning. Not the morning. I'm gonna file a fucking divorce after we get married. Okay. So is that supposed to hurt my feelings? Yeah. You don't care? Why would you divorce me if you could just leave right now? But you don't want to, because I make you delicious food. Yeah, see? So why are you roasting me? It's not my fault. You're being a fucking little biatch right now. Just wow. take the joke, take your food, and go. I'm not. Apologize right fucking now. I apologize that you feel that way. Better. No. Yeah, yeah. See, that, that's, that's, the, that's the Latina there. Shout out to our girls right there. Yes. Mm -hmm. Now, she said, you ain't going nowhere. Why are you going to divorce me? You can leave. But she knows you ain't leaving because she gives you the, she she drops that neck. It's barbecue in there. She gives you the punani. She cooked for you and clean. <laughs> She's like, you ain't going nowhere, did you? And she don't want to really lose him. She loves him. Deep down inside, she shows that she loves him. That's why she's cooking for him. Uh, she's not going to poison the food either. She wants you to be, she's going to fear, she's going to feed you, she's going to feed you and go get you some cervezas. She's going to take care of you. <laughs> however, however, this is what you're also going to get about most of the time. <laughs> about most of the time. Right. And it, is it you got to ask yourself, is it worth it in the end? Is it worth it in the end? Because this is the people that jump on here. My wife always give me some. But like, is it worth it in the end to put up with that type of behavior every day because she feeding you and fucking you like at a certain time? Like, oh, man, I can't put up with this ish. <laughs> yeah, I hate you. I love you. Back talking, disrespect, all right? And most of the time, she might not do this in front of, uh, in the public, but this is the type of thing, man. And listen, this is a skit. I think it's a skit, but um, this is what I was talking about with them. This is one of the things that makes them attractive, that they will take care of you, but to a certain extent, but it's somewhat like, oh, it's like prison. This is death by a thousand cuts. All right, this is death by a thousand cuts, man. Yep, they fatten you up. They let you get lazy. They give you sex without, you know, much you doing bare, bare minimum. And they know another girl. What, you going to leave me for another woman? For what? I give you everything you want. He says, not a skit in my opinion. You might be right. <laughs> you might be right. Yeah, it's definitely toxic. This is toxic behavior. But it's one of those things that men will want their wives to do. She's actually doing everything, but she's woke up on the wrong side of the bed. She's angry that you still live in the barrio. You still live in Santa Ana. She might cheat on you. She might not. Most likely she could, she could not cheat on you. So she might even be loyal, but she's going to watch you like a hawk. She's going to watch you like a hawk. Like, you cannot go get no other peace leave. You get another piece of peace leave on this woman? Now I got to cut you. Oh, she's not skidding. He is. You get another piece of peace leave on this woman. If this woman finds out you're cheating, let's pop her up on the screen. Because she's, in her mind, she's doing what she needs to do. She didn't got her implants she didn't look at she got her implants. Look at this. She got her little uh what is this outfit to keep her forming? What do they call this form outfit? I can't remember what they call it. Okay. She's doing exactly 
what you want her to do. Like, there's really no complaint. She's kind of in shape, but it looks like she might have got a surgery. She's going to follow where you're around. Do, if you cheat on this bitch, look at this woman right here. Do she got the night? She ain't. Pl- Wait, you can't see it. My bad. Can you see it now? My bad. Let me rewind it. Take a look at his face right here. This woman is, yep, she takes care of the kids, the house, the shapewear. This woman is not to be cheated on. Now I got to cut you. This woman right here. So let me go back to the shapewear. You see this? She got this little shapewear outfit with her titties right over here. Her titties out, poked out. And it says, what does it say? Something in spice. She got the little devil here. She probably nasty as hell, too. She nasty. She'll let you do everything. She'll let you skeet on her feet. Oh, skeet on my feet, Poppy. Skeet on my feet. She'll let you skeet in her mouth, her feet. She don't care. On her back. (laughs) Now, the only thing that you're going to deal with is this woman to kill you. This woman will chop your little uh, chorizo off and throw it out the, out the window. <laughs> In my opinion, I'm not risking it. I'm not risking it. You don't even have to make a lot of money for this woman. You don't even have to make six figures. You do not even have to make six figures. She's not going to say, you need to make six figures. She's not going to really do that unless she lives in, 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 you know, she's trying to upgrade from Santa Ana to Newport Beach. But estoy loco. Estoy loco. (laughs) I'll just let you know right here. Are you going? Are you going? I don't know, man. This is a hard one for me. Because, dude, if you so much as DM a woman, this woman will have a team of investigators tracking you down, Ninja. Somebody says, sign me up. Okay, I listen. Men are simple. Men are simple. He said, just a job. You got a steady job? This woman is very simple. The only thing about this type of woman is you're at risk of dying at any moment. <laughs> for for something small like you're at risk of dying over something very small you looked at a woman wrong you know what i mean you always gonna be out in public like <laughs> all right anybody going man let's do a poll let's make a poll because i want to see wait a minute i can't see the speakers in the way all right hold on a second get over there get over there Cause we we talk this stuff on the red pill about what a woman needs to do. In my opinion, that woman will do everything that we complain about. Modern women need to do this. Modern women need to do that. That woman will do everything. She'll delete her Instagram. She might have a fake one. She'll do everything you ask. But the risk is large here. All right, let me see here. Are you going with the Latina? And risking death. Risking death. I'm going to put the poll up over there. I'll put it up on the other channel as well. He says, let me add her. <laughs> All y'all ninjas need to do is go down to Venezuela and bring one back. See how that works out for you. 
Because there's a bunch of, hey, guys, there's too many Latinas in the world. There's, there's, there's like, overly populated in the earth. And you can go find them anywhere. All you got to do is go south of the United States border. <laughs> you go south of the United States border, no matter how far you go south, there's Latinas. So it ain't like you cannot find one. And if you're on the East Coast, just go west. <laughs> it's right here, right? He said, these brothers out here, they going. Yeah, that brother's starving. Yes, sir. <laughs> there's, there's, there, there's not enough Latina men for the Latina women's out here. There's just, just <laughs> are y'all going? No, no, you got to bring her back. Go to Venezuela, go to Colombia, bring them back over here. You'll have you one. Are you going? Yeah, it's a lot in the U.S. too, for real. Puerto Ricans, get you a get you a Puerto Rican, a spicy Puerto Rican. I mean, there's there's too many of them. Too many. Are you going? Are you risking death? Let's go ahead and put it up. Remember here. Are you risking waking up to this every morning while she's cooking you uh, shrimp tacos? <laughs> All right, let's go to the next segment here. And this is uh, passive aggressive. Uh, take a look at this. This is a woman called the Dadvocate. The Dadvocate. She's a, it looks like a traditional conservative woman. Uh, there she is at the bottom. She's a strawberry blonde. Hello. Blonde, strawberry blonde, blue eye, pale porcelain skin. Uh, a woman here. And uh, she says, partner shaming 80. These are the meanest wives on the internet. I'll play the video, but now we're talking about the Caucasian woman. Typically, these women are very passive aggressive, um, and we are going to talk about that. We talked about that yesterday, and this is an example of it. These are married women or women in relationships that are doing passive aggressive things to their mates when they don't get their way. Me post bickering session with my man. So they get into it. She's mad. She shakes up his beer so that when he opens it, it'll explode all over him. Okay, but wait until we get into the comments. Somehow this video turned into like the mean wife Olympics. I dump out mine's water bottle and then put it back on his nightstand so when he wakes up to take a little drink, he can't. One time I threw away the potato peeler because I know it's his pet peeve to peel the potatoes with a knife. Super wasteful, but okay. I used to pop the buttons off his shirt one by one until everyone was unwearable. I'm the only one in the house who knows how to sew. It seems like you're just making more work for yourself than at that point, unless you don't plan on helping him. There were a lot of suggestions, but these are the two meanest and most messed up ones. I tell him I'll bring him lunch at work so he doesn't have to pack. And then when break rolls around and he messages me, I tell him to starve. I love to slightly shift his pillow setup or flip his under pillow so he has a crick in his neck all next week. Heart face. That last one is actually messed up. Like, that's violence. You wanted to cause that man pain, pain, because as a mother over 30, I've had neck cricks worse than childbirth, dude. I'm usually the last person to say divorce as your first option, but if I had been having horrible neck pain for a week, and then I opened up TikTok, and I saw this video, right, and then I was like, right, oh, right. my husband... All right, all right. We don't care about all that commentary, man. Sit down. <laughs> Sit down. This is my show. This is my show. So, uh, what you're seeing here is passive-aggressive behavior in marriages. I'm going to say the primarily, primarily amount of people who commented 
in their threads are going to be Caucasian women. That's typically what they do in marriages and relationships. Uh, they don't get their way. You you saw the opening woman uh, shaking the beer. Let me just go ahead and refresh it. Uh, shaking the beer up because it says right here, it says me, me post bickering session with my man, and she went over to the old natty, all right, to shake up the beer, obviously, to when it opens it, makes a mess and then when she when it happens then she complains you're making a mess heck herb mm. all right kevin you're making a mess type of deal this is what passive passive aggressive behavior is he says but she white coach yeah she is white <laughs> who is white but this is the behavior that they do behind your back and then when you confront them it's oftentimes you know plausible deniability and this is the things that I'm talking about that erode that that is death by a thousand cuts. Because women can't beat you up, confront you, oftentimes they can't win in an argument with you because you're logical, because sometimes they're raging, they're hormonal, they're emotional, they're depressed, they're miserable. Uh, they find a way to blame you for everything. Sometimes they're fat. All right. What happens is they have to attack you. You're the closest adult. You're the only other adult. Sometimes they can't take it out on the kids. Sometimes they can. They can't take it out to, on their boss. They need to get a paycheck. They can't take it out on many people but you. So they'll find a way to take it out on you. They're frustrated with their day. They will come home, and they will do stuff like this, and then it will lead to another argument, another argument, another argument. I'm telling you. This is the petty shit that they do. This is what, this is what I, when I call manipulation, people are acting like it's a great organized campaign. It's not. It's like petulant child behavior. Right. When you went to your room after you couldn't get with get your way with your parents, you close the door. You're like, man, fuck that mom, fuck my mama. All right, all right. What I'm going to do next time for my mama, I'm going to fail all my classes and I'm going to really show her. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm going to hold my breath. Next time she makes grilled cheese, I ain't going to eat it. I'm going to sit at the kitchen table all day. <laughs> next time my daddy say something, I'm going to make sure I hide all the belts and I'm going to put acid, battery acid in this toothpaste <laughs> you know type of shit like this this is the passive aggressive things that when i talk about passive aggressive white women and and women in general but manipulation in women these are the attacks i'm talking about because they can't really defeat you any other way and they kind of have a necessity for you there is a need they kind of hate you but they like you it's a little bit different with Latinas. This woman ain't sleeping with their husbands. But these husbands are footing the bill, getting two pieces of pussy all month long, putting up with her bad, potty-ass, sassy-ass mouth, putting up with her petulant child behavior. Yeah, agents of chaos. And when I talk about this, people are like, what are you talking about? No. Guys, you know how common this is? Look at the comments. You know how common that is? They do shit like this all the time, sabotaging you, making you look bad. Then, oh, you can't know how to button your shirt. Oh, you need me to iron. She'll she'll wrinkle your shirt. All right, now you have no shirts to wear to work. Honey, where are all my shirts? Oh, it looks like you need me. She put all the clean shirts in the dirty clothes. Mm. <laughs> okay. Uh. Anyway, somebody said there's more men than. Oh. Listen, man. <laughs> All right, thank you for your Google. You're on timeout. Jesus Christ. All right, stop putting all caps in my chat. Ninja super chat if I'm wrong, you bitch-ass ninja. But anyway, let's continue. But they do stuff like this. Guys, and this is these are women admitting on the internet. This is a woman. Guys, she took the time to, ref she took the time to record it. 
filming it, posting it on TikTok. TikTok is the greatest thing ever for me. TikTok is the greatest. TikTok is the greatest thing ever because now these women record themselves committing crimes. <laughs> All right, being petty in their relationship. Oh man, this is unbelievable. This is madness. This is madness. Uh, what are we doing? Let me see another comment here. Let's see here. All right, they got you out here risking your health, putting off the buttons. Anyway. Let's get, let's get, a, is that the last one? We're on to the main event. Yes, we are. So let me get the super chats up real quick. Do you guys get what I'm saying when I talk about manipulation? And these, if you're in a, if you're in a marriage, this is happening over and over and over again. Like almost every day. Like almost, let me just say this. Yes, this is the true abuse. I'm telling you, men deal with some toxic ass women out here. This is straight abuse. Yep, they starve you at work. They act like, you know, oh, well, we can't spend too much money. Then they buy him weed and you out there eating uh, turkey sandwiches and shit. And she don't even put mayonnaise. This is all on purpose. It's all on purpose. I always tell you, man. Always t- then blames you afterwards. Then saying you're making a big deal out of nothing. You're making a big deal out of nothing. These little things. This is what we call death by a thousand cuts. People don't realize that this is going on almost daily. They're thotting and plotting. They're plotting little shit to do for you. Right? But people always think when I talk about women and manipulation. Like this is grand. They doing these big things. No, it's little things, little things, and they're laughing at you guys. When they give it their friends, they be laughing at you. Now their friend is TikTok. Now their friend is TikTok. So they go over to TikTok and they 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 um what do they call it? Uh they get together and they laugh at you on TikTok. Well, when my husband do this, hey man, guys, manipulation by women is real. It's real. And they are masters at it. And guys, they do this daily, daily, without fail. They wake up in the morning mad at you. I'm mad at you. And then they figure out, it's crazy right here. Yep, he says, you're fighting the world and your wife. And anyway, <laughs> and, uh, let's see here. This is death by a thousand cuts. The, the poison drip. Yep, we call it the drip campaign. The poison drip. It's just little by little by little by little by little by little. And then what will happen is you'll blow up, and then she'll be crying in the corner. You're abusive. And let me tell you something. All women do this. All women, all of them. There's not a one that doesn't do this. Now, to what extent they're doing it? Every day, every hour, every other week. Every week, they all do this. And then act stupid, like, what? No, no. <laughs> where's, where's Andrew? Come on in and tell me they don't all do it. Where are you at? Yeah, this is straight up gaslighting. Campaigning, um, it's, it's, it's manipulation, it's, it's abuse. All of them do this, all. There's not, woman that can, not one woman that can come in here and say, I don't do this. They all do it. There's not one woman that I can tell you that does not do this shit. 
That's because that's who they, that's what they do. And by the way, let me just make it clear. They don't just do this to men. They do this to women. So <laughs> let me make it clear to you. This is not a man versus woman thing. They also do this to women. Now, 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 just so we can make it so women can be like, oh, no. Women do this to other women like bad. They've been doing it since the fourth grade. And they do it to women and it's lethal. By the way, they have a movie called Mean Girls, and it's one of women's favorite movies. Because why? That's exactly what they be, they can relate to it. They love Mean Girls because they were Mean Girls, or they were victims of Mean Girls, right? So that that is exactly what's happening. They can relate to it so much. It's a popular movie. They do this to each other like bad, and the, one of the things that it never gets resolved. Because women will do this stuff to each other for years. Even siblings, female cousins, siblings, sisters. They do this to each other bad. They do it to each other bad. And the reason why it persists is because nobody punches them in their mouth, right? <laughs> and trust me, I've actually coached. I'm like, you're talking to a person that's dealt and managed women for all of my life. Okay, all of my, basically almost all of my working life. They're constantly doing this stuff to each other and it's very manipulative, but nobody deals with it physically. And sometimes even with men, like when you finally catch on to it, you're like, aha. And then you hit them with the Hulk Hogan point and you'd be like, you, guess what? Can't hit a woman. <laughs> you can't hit a lady. You shouldn't hit a You can't, nobody ever can deck each other. So they'll deal with the 10 years, 10 years, five years down the line, two years, women at their jobs doing it. Yep. The best way, the only way you can defeat it, he says mothers to daughters and vice versa. Facts. Mothers to daughters and daughters to mothers. Horrible way to manipulate. It's, dude, daughters, daughters manipulate mothers bad, especially divorced mothers. Daughters get mothers bad, all right? Because they know daughters, if they're, crass, if they're crafty, daughters manipulate the hell out of mothers. And what, the, what does the mother do? When they get manipulated, they try to say, well, keep everything away from dad. Don't tell dad so that they don't realize, so dad never realizes that mom got manipulated like a mother sucker. It is bad. Right. And mothers and, you know, you know, uh, your mother has sisters. They oh, it's bad. It's bad anyway. So be prepared for it. He said, coach, tell my life story. Yeah, it's bad. And I don't care what race at that point they manipulate that. Guys, you have to realize it's their defense mechanism. It's kind of like skunks. They develop a spray. Like men, they develop uh, punching or muscles, right? They develop fighting skills. To defend themselves, uh, porcupines got, you know, them little spines, them little splinters or whatever they pull out. Women can't beat nobody up 99% of the time. They can't win an argument, <laughs> so they can't rationalize. They can't make sense most of the time if you're confronting them. They're going to either lie, get nervous, get scared, cry, blubber, right? Get emotional, rage, rant. 
All right, so they can't win there. So they got to figure out, okay, I, now what I'll do is I'll manipulate this shit behind the scene. I'll play now. I'll, I'll get them this way. Mm. <laughs> it's the only thing they got other than the weapon. But they don't want to go to jail. Most of them don't. So legally, the one thing they can get away with is legal manipulation. That's, that's what they got. It's the only thing they got, Ninja. <laughs> So they do, they wait till you turn your back and they go to planning. All right, what I'll do. And they come over with 50 ideas. <laughs> they come up with 50 things to do. And then they will unleash their whole plan. Meanwhile, smiling in your face. I'm just letting you know, bro. Manipulation is the defense mechanism. So all women have this. All. Some are worse than the others. <laughs> yep, they'll make sure they don't have a trail, all of that. Shout out to Half Space Will Travel. Not only financial debt, they have sexual debt too. Ooh, sexual debt. That's actually something to explore. Uh, Sheldon says, it's okay, coach. The old guy don't care. He really don't care. Yeah, I guess he, he does, but he doesn't. He might have already knew. Shout out to the 10th man says, the etymology et 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 of mortgage translate to death pledge. Yep. Idiomology, I can't even pronounce that. My, my apologies. All right, but yes, death contract, mortgage. You probably said that before I said it, so thank you for sharing that. Mr. Emilio Cristio says, I love Latinas, boy. They got that wet, wet. All right, he says, I love them Latinas. They are great. They're great people. They're great people, but no woman is perfect. There's always a side effect for anything. All right, what we got here? Macaroni Tony, for what it's worth, Richard Sherman met his wife at Hooters. He says, yep, the same one he had uh, that led him to a domestic violation case. Let me pull that up. Richard Sherman, wife, uh, is he still married to her? So she was a Hooters girl. Let me see if it actually is referenced there before I put it up there. Um, I don't see it referenced, but we'll put it up there as an allegation. All right, allegedly, allegedly. So there it is right there. Uh, this woman here, yeah, they, they had quite the fallout. She looking a little muskratty right here. She looking a little muskratty. So she was a Hooters girl. All right, shout out to Rich Sherm. All right, he went to, he went to, what did he go to? Cap? He went to Stanford. Did he go to Stanford? Yeah, he went to Stanford. All right, and check out this ninja. Hooters girl gives her kidney to a customer. Shout out to her. Look at these Latinas, man. Look at these Latinas. All right, look at these smiles. I love them with their little smiles and their little heads, their little ass chins. All right, boy, they got short shelf life, though, ninja. They be out here. You got to catch them young, man. You got to catch these brawls young. Hold on for a second. All right, man. Boy, you let too much time go by. Anyway, thank you for sharing that real quick. And then we're almost at the main main event. <laughs> yeah, he, she gave a kidney. He must have gave her lots of money. Lots and lots of money. See how far back I am. Yeah, she did look like Selena a little bit. Did I get Pro Man? Shout out to Pro Man. Talking about the Greek wife's sister's feet. Stay safe out here. <laughs> Stay safe. 
Uh, what do we got here? Mike R. A. Coach just heard that Rasta ball thing. He says you can get your hairline back. It's because uh, it's caused by a muscle in men that creates scalp tension and it restricts blood flow to the area. There's a video from what I learned on YouTube and uh, it has Botox studies. I, he, he admits that he has, uh, you was really losing yours and had massive regrown hairline back. Okay. All right. Shout out to you just a little longer. And I will have my 16 year old hairline back. Shout out to you. Thanks for what you do. I noticed that some people, content creators, men are getting, uh, Adam 22 allegedly got some uh, hair plugs or hair transplant. Shout out to these ninjas. Myron got his shit done. He said, I got money. All right. Shout out to y'all. I really don't care about my bald ass head. All right. Anyway. Who's who's beating? Who the Browns beating? Who the Cleveland Browns beat? Rayon, coach your podcast and going to the gym is the only thing that's holding back my violent thoughts. When it comes to my baby mama at 32 years old, I fully understand the importance of salami discipline. You got a baby mama, baby mama drama. Yeah, man. Uh, shout out to y'all. Y'all got to definitely. Y'all got to definitely. Um, I'm, I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad I'm uh, losing years off my life <laughs> presenting this information to you. <laughs> Oh, it's the Jets. But yeah, man, we don't want brothers out here, man. Your baby. Oh, by the way, speaking of this manipulation, uh, baby mamas dude. I don't know if you guys know. Most baby mamas uh, are very, very good and crafty at manipulation. And they have the court of public opinion behind their back, right? That's supporting them. They have the system that supports them. This is why you can't win when it comes to baby mama. So, uh, any type of action or reaction you have, you got to really stop. You got to stop. You got to really put your baby mama. If your baby mama's toxic, which 98% of them are, there's a really small percent of cool baby mamas. All right. And if they're cool, you got to really question why they're cool. There's really, there's no cool baby mamas, <laughs> right? There's a really a really small percentage. And if you ever think they're cool, ask Ask their child's father. Ask the child's father. Ask the baby daddy if your their baby mama's cool. Okay, but when it comes to dealing with baby mamas, they are master manipulators. They're lying like nine out of ten times. They're lying. They're lying about their circumstance. And I'm not just saying this from my perspective, right? They're liars. They're master liars. The way they frame things, their jealousy, their hate and despise of the child's father. They don't hate nobody else in this world worse than their child's father. It's it's very, very, very um, dangerous. Some of them will send assassins to you. Some of them will character assassinate you. Some of them will, uh, guys, you can be, you can get the Nobel Prize. They'll show up in court painting you as Adolf Little Mustache Man. The whole court paperwork is you basically, you're Joseph Stalin. The bitterness. It is bad. And the funny, the, the, the worst thing about it is nobody, everybody believes them. <laughs> everybody believes them. And you're like, how can y'all believe this shit? 
How can you believe this shit? This is absolutely terrible. And they put men in such a no-win position. Many men give up. Many men walk away. There's only a few men that just walk off the job and 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 don't want to have kids. And their 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 reason makes sense because it was just a hookup. Okay, come on, man. You can't expect this guy to be a great father. And be, you need to live up to your responsibility. You were just a free fuck. All right, stop, stop. It's not. That's not. You guys have no parents. Like going on here. What do you expect from this guy? Many of these people were teenagers. The woman and the man. What do you expect this guy to be a father all of a sudden? Please. Should have kept your legs closed. Okay, but when it comes to the rest of the guys, many of these guys give up because this bitch is so toxic. <laughs> right? She's so toxic. And there's nothing you can do. Nothing. Everybody will just assume you're the worst. She'll come in there. I'm a struggling single mother. I'm trying my hardest. I'm doing it all, everything I can, and be back in there stirring the pot. Stirring the pot, planning and plotting. It is relentless. Guys, this is why we tell you about having kids. Be very, very cautious of having kids and who you have kids with. Because a bad, toxic baby mama, yeah, they're mentally draining you. They're, I call them a bull in a china shop. The person you have kids with, if it doesn't work out and the likelihood of it not working out is significantly high, like it's well above 50%. If you're a black man with a black woman or any race of woman at this matter, it's an 80% chance of that shit not working out. 80. 80. Like it's almost a guarantee. It's a slam dunk that you will not be in that child's life as a two-parent household. It's a slam dunk. It's a 50% chance just from anyone matching up. If it doesn't work, you are fucked. This woman's gonna this woman's gonna take years off your life. <laughs> and the entire time, she's gonna have a sympathy party for everybody she knows. Her coworkers are gonna think she's a goddamn superhero. Her boss is gonna be like, oh, this poor woman. And he will do everything. He will raise money. He will hire your kids. He will, they will act like you are not in their kid's life. They'll tell their sports coaches, uh, he left. I'm a struggling single mom, and I'm trying to do my best to raise kids. My father, the father left. Teachers, daycare workers. It's lethal. And, and the entire time you show up at your kid's basketball game, she then poison all the parents, the coaches, the players. You show up. Hi, everybody. I'm so and so's dad. They looking at you like, oh, you the piece of shit that don't like it. Hey, I'm putting y'all up on so much game. You show up to your parent teacher conference. You show up to your kids' piano recital that you paid for. That you paid for or you paid through child support. You'll show up every there. You'll show up at your kids Christmas assembly. And everybody in there been trained. Soon as you show up, they mean mugging you. They talk, oh, that's that deadbeat ass bitch right there. He don't care about it. And he left them broke. He don't pay his child support. 
the coach is looking at you. You was like, hey, what's up, coach? My name is Deron. Good to see you. Here's my little son. Come here, son. Your son's like, hey, dad, high-fiving you, hugging you. They looking at you. Uh, That's your son? I'm like, yeah. Your son's loving you. You giving your kids some bubble gum. Hi, kid. You're taking a picture, snapping. They looking at you. Uh, What you doing here, man? The coach trying to beat you up and fight you. You're like, <laughs> the parents in the stands looking at you. Uh, he only doing this to show out. He only doing this to show out. Man, shit is wild. With this, you're going to deal with this if you have children. And put a one in the chat. Put a one in the chat if you've dealt with this. Put a one in this chat if you dealt with this. Just so you can tell these young guys that, that, that this type of manipulation, you're going to deal with this for decades, a decade, not five years, ninja 10, 12, 16, 18, 20. Oh, it doesn't end when they become adults. 20 years. Like when your kids get married, ninja, you ain't going to get invited. They're going to fuck you over. Your kid get their first job. They ain't going to tell you. They're going to be out there, out there recording it. Your kid pick their college. You're going to be left out. Kid get their first car, their driver's license. You left the fuck out. <laughs> Kids on senior night when they get the parents. All right, all right. Announcing Mr. Uh, Mr. Jackson right here. He scored four touchdowns this, uh, this game right here. This is last game. Let's give a round of applause for Mr. Jackson, his mother, and his, his male mentor, all right, Mr. Anderson, you in the stands like, hey, hold up. <laughs> I'm supposed to walk my son out. They'll have your ass standing out in the cold, not even telling you it's senior night. Not even telling you they going to walk out. Now that bitch done walked out with another man. I've seen, Guys, I've seen stuff like this happen. I coached kids like that where it happened. I'll be like, damn, dad's in the stands. She walking out with another man. I'll be like, Damn. Did his ass dirty. High school graduation. Same thing. They didn't got your kids cap and gown, all that shit that you paid for. You paid for it. And they'll have a graduation party. They'll be taking pictures and shit. You'll try to come in and take a picture with your kid. They created such a toxic environment that your kid don't know whether to take a picture with you. They're like, oh, um, your kid's like, oh, no, nah, dad, let's take a picture later. Because you jump in the picture, hi, kid, and everybody's like, hurry up, get out of the way. Oh, man, no, you, you, you weren't even here. High school graduation, fuck you all the way over. Then they'll have a party, leave your ass, won't tell you where it is. They be at a damn restaurant with her family and your kid, your ass on the sideline. You take your kids to Denny's after this shit. Right? And the kid will tell you, right? The kid will tell you, nah, dad, don't come. Because the kid don't want no bullshit. Press a one in the chat if you dealt with this. Press a one in the chat. And it goes, it continues. College, college graduation. Uh, anytime they get in trouble with the, with the law enforcement, if they get into a fender bender or something like that, they get arrested for shoplifting, same shit. Um, when they buy their first house, when they get engaged, If there's a funeral, God forbid, 
they'll leave your ass out in the cold on a funeral? Tell me if I'm lying. Shit don't end. You got to be really, really careful. This is crafted manipulation using the court of public opinion. Yep, when your kids get married, your kids get married, they're 26, they get married, they will leave your fast plump out. NBA draft, NBA draft, your kids get drafted in the NBA, you out. You on the side fucking line. <laughs> and if you complain about this, you're the toxic one. You're the toxic one, right? Somebody said I was a stepmom. There you go. There's a lady in here. And what I do on this show, I help guys who understand this. I, I tell you, I know what you're going through. You don't have a voice. You don't have a pulpit. You don't have a platform. So you can't get this out. So this is why I do this. It might sound repetitive, and it might sound like you think I'm talking personally. I'm talking about millions of men go through this, and there's no recourse. There's nothing that you could do. This is manipulation on a grand scale. And people are mad that I have this platform. Because really, if you go off on a ass, the only thing you got is jail. And you're gonna look, you're gonna, you're gonna look exactly how they trained everybody to look at you. For instance, for instance, if you if she's already conditioned everybody that you're an asshole, you're toxic, you're abusive, you're a deadbeat, and you show up at your kid's school at a recital, and then you realize you won't have a chair, you don't have a reservation, the, the show started at 6, you showed up at 7, you've been cleverly manipulated. And then you show up, if you so much as argue, raise your voice, confront, you just proved everything she told Everybody else about. I'm going to say it again. If you so much as confront, yell, scream, argue, pull your kid away from her, you're going to look exactly like she told everybody you were. And you lose. Then the police are there and so forth and so on. This shit is, this is crafted manipulation. Supported by simp enforcers, weak people, and so forth and so on that really will not charge these women for the abusive parents that they are. All we have is this platform. All we have is this mic and they even want to take that away. That's it. Tell me I ain't lying. Press again. One in the chat if you've dealt with this. And there's a woman in here. Several women said, I've seen it. Somebody says, my husband, my husband uh, did get to go to the homecoming in time. She was the queen. So the daughter, I guess your husband had another daughter, daughter by another woman. And um, she's going to be the homecoming queen. They will leave you out of that shit on purpose. On purpose, they they know your daughter's going to get the award, the valedictorian, the homecoming queen, and they will make it so that your ass don't be there. <laughs> it's like, wow. Mm. They will make it so. And the, the sad part is if you do fight to be there, sometimes even the kids will say, well, dad, just, just 
just take the L. Don't cause a scene. We'll take pictures later. You know, the family, because because this is the emotional terrorism, because now the kid knows they can cut the tension with the knife. They don't want to be embarrassed. So what they'll do is they'll say, well, dad, we'll just do you later. Don't worry. You sit, you sit way up there, not in the front row. All right. Don't don't sit in the front row where her and all her family is. You you sit way up there. Don't cause no scene. Ho- hope you understand. Hope you understand, Dad. Tell me I ain't lying. <laughs> it's lethal. It's lethal what they're doing. They are the killers of community. They're the killers of the spirit of the children. They kill the spirit of men. But what we have to understand, guys, is the best way to do it is to take that woman, who she is, and you got to completely ignore everything she's doing. Everything. Everything. She don't exist. Otherwise, you're going to fight this, and it's a losing battle. It's a losing battle. (laughs) It's an absolute loser. There's nothing you could do. You could just stay strong, but doing anything to harm you, your reputation, her, is a loss. There's there's no there's no way around it. He says, when does it end? It doesn't do it don't even end until one of you die. And then if you die before her, oh then she really gonna come out and bury that shit out of you. She gonna bury the shit out of you when you die. She waiting for you to die. And when you die, she's going to show up at the funeral as a grieving ex-spouse. And she's going to be up in the front row grinning under her, under her, under her show of, oh, she's going to be grinning. She's going to be the happiest woman in the room. And then when you really ain't there to defend yourself, she's going to throw so much dirt on you, your casket going to drop an extra two feet. It, does, it doesn't end. And guys, this is also married women do this to their spouses too, especially older in age. So you got to really, really just ride it out. Hopefully that, you know, if you have kids, you hopefully at some point they reach out. They reach out to you and they understand. I wouldn't bank on it. I wouldn't bank on it. A couple of ways you can defeat it is to find happiness in other things. You can get some support in therapy. This is where I do think, yes, therapy would be beneficial. Don't let them diagnose you. Take cash to them. I'm not here for a diagnosis. Just listen to me and let me go. Stay strong. Focus. Um, maybe your kids will come around. You might have to wait till 30 years. They may be damaged. They may be successful. All right. Um, you know, move far, far away. Move far, far away. <laughs> All right. And then you'll even look at your father and your mother, and it was probably the same thing. Even if they stayed married, it probably was the same thing. The mother manipulating the shit out of the father. And you can also have other kids. So I know we tell you to we tell you to be cautious of having other kids and you know, child support and all this stuff. You don't have to have kids in America. But one of the best ways to kind of deal with this is have multiple children, all right? Not by the same woman. And one of the ways you can defeat this is having an, having multiple children. Or if you get a, if you, listen, I'm not, 
telling you to do these things. Trust me. But if you marry a woman that has children, it's going to fuck her world up. That woman's going to not know what to do. Because the leverage you have is the ability to create other children. If you only have children by that woman, she's leveraging that she took all of your kids from you. And you have none remaining. If you have others, she can't do this. Then what will happen is your, your kids with her will look at how you treat your kids with another person and they'll have a problem. The kid will have to make a decision early on and say, why their kids, why, why their kids get this and I don't get it. Again, I'm not supporting you doing this. I'm just telling you it's a insulator. It insulates. It's going to cause mad jealousy. The kids are going to say, well, why dad's kids with her get to do this and you get and we get this? Well, she could tell the kid, well, your dad ain't shit. Well, it, it's not going to match because the dad is shit. The dad is doing something for these kids. He's no longer can be called a deadbeat because he's supporting kids. Then they're going to say, well, whoa, whoa, it don't make sense that he's a deadbeat if he take care of them. If them kids go into Disneyland, if them kids are in private school, if them kids get to get uh blah, 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 if them kids get cars at 16, why don't we? Why, di why didn't dad do it? Well, he don't love you. It it's going to become apparent. <clears throat> then she's going to lose that battle. The leverage is being able to have more kids. And the next leverage is, the next leverage is you become successful. You become successful. Then the, the, what'll happen is, She'll try to steal from your success financially uh, through child support. But also what will happen is it won't make sense as to why the kids stay with her, but you can support. There'll be a big gap. This is why the family court does not want parents to have a significantly different lifestyle. This is why they get child support to cut into that. So both of you along in your parentage are going to be mediocre financially. So if, in fact, you do make money, they want to take a lot of that money, give it back to the woman so that you don't look wealthy and they are struggling. Then it doesn't make sense why she has the kids. So then they want you to equalize the mother so that now you're equal. But you're not, you're not equal. She has more and you have less. So it'll be opposite. So then you'll be struggling. She'll be having more because she'll have additional income which is through the child support. This is all a bad, bad game. <laughs> this is all a bad game. Somebody says, this is true. It's you, mama. Because they're going to look and go, wait, mom. Um, they'll do things like this. Well, dad said he'll buy me a car. The mother will say either, okay, let dad buy you a car and send it to the mom. Or they'll let the child have no car when they can have a car over at daddy's house. Let me explain it again. So a kid, let's say they turn 16. Okay, uh, mom, buy me a car. Oh, I can't afford it. Okay. Well, dad has a car. I can go live with him and I'll have a car with him. Oh, no. He can send that car over to me and let the car be over here at mama's house. Now, if you don't do that, they're going to call you. See, he's selfish. He don't want you to have a car. Or they'll let the kid not have a car. And then what they'll do is they know the car, the kid, and, 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 and everybody knows that dad has a car over there for the kid.
but the mother won't let the kid go over there to dad because she hate the dad that much. So she would prefer to take resources from you or a car from you and you just part ways. You see what I mean? You see what I mean? This is the this is the stuff that they're supported to do. This is the abuse cult control freak manipulation. And they do shit like this. And meanwhile, you still catching the L. You still a deadbeat. You still a deadbeat. Guys, again, press a one in the chat if you experience this shit. Now, if they happen to get the resources from you, they'll buy your son a car or your daughter a car. And what they'll do is they'll claim that they bought the kid a car and you didn't buy him a car. See, I had to get this and I bought you the car with the money I got from him. <laughs> and then they'll claim victory. They'll claim victory. Look at what I did. It's the wildest shit you ever seen. All supported. And when I talk about this, this isn't personal. This is happening to millions of men. This is not personal. This is happening to millions and millions and millions of men. Millions. This game is being played over and over again. Some of the ways to beat it, I just told you. These are some of the ways that they to beat it. Have more kids. Um, if you've been estranged from your kid, have a kid of that same gender and watch how shit changes. <laughs> watch how it changes. Like, say, for instance, you're ostracized, like 50 Cent. 50 Cent was ostracized and alienated from his son. It wasn't until he had another son that the son said, hey, wait a minute. That, by that time, the son was 28 years old. That's how fast the son came out and said, hey, hold up. Soon as 50 Cent had another son, the first son, the firstborn son, flipped out. He flipped out like a bitch. Same thing as Brian McKnight. They called him a deadbeat. They buried him. They left him for dead. He had another son, and, and then the other two sons went ape shit. And then they start saying, hey, wait. And then they start throwing dirt on his name and mad that they named the son Brian McKnight Jr. You see what happens if you're ostracized from your daughter and alienated from your daughter. They go like, yeah, ha, 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 ha. Have another daughter. I bet you they switch up real quick. They going to switch that shit up real quick. Post on the internet. The apple of my eye. <laughs> my daughter. And that be your second daughter. Your first daughter going to wake the fuck up real quick. <laughs> they going to be like, oh, what? <laughs> I'm telling you, all right? But again, that's a risk that I'm not willing to take. But they're going to wake up. That's what happens to them. But the fact that they have all of your kids or your kids and you have no other, they think they're getting you. They're getting you. they like, see, I took all his kids away from him. So they have the power. He didn't love you. He a deadbeat. You see, he living his life without kids, so he don't, he don't care for you. I have to do all this duty. Have other kids. They're going to flip out. <laughs> <laughs> Or if you become a stepdad, you, you uh, nah, I'm not telling you to do it. You become a stepdad. You start taking care of another woman's kids. They're going to lose their mind. 
They're going to lose it. Kaylin says that uh, he said the man who'd been married with the wife for 40 years needs to divorce her. Like the 99-year-old man who discovered his wife had an affair 60 years ago. Yes, I remember that. That was a funny, that was a funny story, yeah. But yeah, it's never too date to divorce. Mm-hmm. All right, what are we doing here? Shout out to y'all. Let me get through these, man. Shout out to um, Bob. How the JUCO can track you down 20 years from now if you always use cash, never bring them to your house and use a different name and phone. Yeah, I mean, the only thing they could do is you become famous, right? You become a CEO. They got you. Shout out to Bob says, I know a guy who changed who change JUCOs all the time for that. Yep, yeah, you don't have to keep them around long. The Real Fit Style says, I told a girl that I was going for a checkup, and she tells me to put her in my will in case something happens to me, they can't love you. Mm. Yep. Carter says, salute CGA coach gang. After you read coach's book, read The Richest Man in Babylon, it will put you, uh, it will put, if you're a slave, I think I don't know what that means right there, or, an, oh, it will put, if you're a slave or not, into perspective. Like CGA said, freedom isn't free, so buy your freedom. Indeed. Ruboy66 says, Coach, are you going to update your sports channel anytime soon? Yes, I plan to. Floyd Holt says, I'm risking that kitchen knife for that fine-ass Latina for her loving treatment. He says, didn't get it growing up as a brother. He says, let me at her, Coach. All right, shout out to you. You'll take that. Okay, Lord. Lord Cole says, thank you for ignoring that all caps detractor. Yeah, man, they be in here just trying to, and then they want to try to get my attention without super chatting. I don't know, man. What says you validated my plan to have many kids outside the United States. I'd rather have the leverage for my money than have no leverage and still used for my money. Yeah. So if you want to have kids overseas, great way to overcome the, uh, if you're alienated from your kids. All right, because even if your kids are adults, it's going to snap the shit out of it. It's going to smack them in the face. It's going to smack them in the face. But, um, you know, it's a good way to actually get back the leverage and not just be alienated from your kids. Because women alienate men from kids all the time. It's sad. Lurker says uh, women use marriage, public opinion, and kids as a weapon. Thomas K says, Coach, it's amazing how quickly women are looking for husbands and are remarried after the alimony runs out. Facts. The alimony and child support runs out. It's time to find a new slave. Blue Baggins says, Brian McKnight. Brian McKnight, them little ninjas. Look it up. Brian McKnight and 50 Cent actually showed you the hypocrisy. Because then what happened was the court of public opinion defended 50 Cent. I'm sorry. They defended 50 Cent's son. And they said, well, if uh, all he wants is love, all he wants is to be reached out, all he wants is to be treated well, and why don't you treat your adult son like you treat the kid's son? 50 Cent said, fuck y'all. Because 50 Cent knows that he went through probably 28 years of hell dealing with the dealing with both of them doing despicable things to him as a father. 50 Cent knows, and the only reason that this son is reaching out is because now the other son is going to benefit greatly. He's going to be left out of the will. He's not going to be the firstborn. 50 Cent has washed his hands of that, of that child. 50 Cent has washed his hands from that child. He's not going to come in now and clean up the mess. 
He said, you had your chance, you blew it. Okay, now I have another child here, and this kid could have the same thing done to him as well. But now the son had to reach out because now he's like, oh, shit, I messed up. All right, but it's the real, it's the real here. Shout out to our brother Stiliano says, my baby mama took me to child support court a day before my birthday. They don't, they love doing doing that stuff. That's again, the toxic thing right there. All right, um, similar to me as well. I think I went, had a child support hearing right around my birthday. Uh, and they love that still. By the way, by the way here, I got a lot of super chats. Um, um, one of the things that you have to understand about the use of the court is when we understand what is a, what is a woman's currency. We we teach you over here. We're the teachers. We're the best teachers over here. A woman's currency is attention. A woman's currency is attention. If you've gone about successfully ignoring this woman as much as you possibly legally and physically can, one of the ways to get your attention is to file a lawsuit against you. This attention, because we know women are rewarded by negative or positive attention. It doesn't matter the attention they get. If they can get the attention, they can get the attention, whether it's negative or positive. This is why they call the police on you when they've committed a crime. Most of the time, they domestically violate you, but they'll say, I'm going to call the police. They'll threaten you. It's a negative attention. They'll have the police all up in your neighborhood, lights on, four police cars. You know what I mean? Neighbors walking by. They don't give a fuck. They could care less that she's embarrassed herself. They don't have a sense of embarrassment. They're worried about embarrassing you. That's why they call the police on you. That's why they call CPS. This is why they call child support. That's why they take you to court. Because that's a way for her to get attention from you. It's a very cleverly planned form of manipulation. She gets attention. She gets support. She gets to be the victim or perceived victim. Every now and then, one of these hoes will get arrested, and then everybody will make fun of her, which is rare. Okay, She gets to get you put out. And she can bring the chaos and attention. She got your attention. She always believes she's got your attention by doing these things. So this is a way for her to get your attention. Yeah, indeed. She's not trying to resolve anything. She's not trying to resolve anything. She'll put herself in harm's way in danger in order to get this attention. Anyway, Mr. Elite, we're going to get to the main event here. Mr. Lee says, Cage Gulch, I'm thinking to sue the law firm representing the mother of my child support case outside of the family court for legal negligence and legal malpractice. They won't give me my son's social security number. Oh, my God. He says they're mad. The judge granted me 50-50 and no child support, laughing my ass off. But I need his social to enroll him in certain things, and I can't do this without his social. What a effing gum brain. God dang, bro. That is, I'm telling you, man, these lawyers, shout out to the lead attorney. These lawyers are just, these, they're the most despicable of all of the people in these legal cases. They're downright despicable. Like, why would they do that? That's ridiculous. But by the way, before you leave and break up with your kid, please get all of their information. Leave with all copies of all documents, birth certificate, report cards, all of this stuff. Please get this stuff. This is vital. Do not depend on her giving you this information. She will use it as leverage. If she finds out you have this, she's lost leverage. But this is a disgrace. All right, this is this terrible, man. This is terrible stuff. 
And these are the things that are being done to men and able to handicap you. And all you want to be is a parent. So, yes, I mean, sue them. All they're going to do is, you know, it's a lost leader for them. Of course, if you go up to their doors and knock on their doors, they, you know, these goddamn paralegals and all of these people act like they're not doing anything. What? These people are a disgrace. Yeah, look, I don't I don't never put lawyers as honorable people. I never be like, oh, you're a lawyer. Wow. I look at lawyers as fucking rats. I mean, they're rats to me. I never look at lawyers are like, wow, you're you're something to uh you, <laughs> right. I've dealt with enough lawyers, even dated lawyers. All right, I look at lawyers as bottom feeders to me. Ambulance chasing ass bitches. All right, I don't look at them as upstanding citizens society. They're low lives. They're they're at the pit. They're at the bottom. I mean, they're down there with killers at this particular point. But it's always good to have a good one when you need one. It's always have a good one when you need one. When you need one, it's always good to be able to have one. But these aren't upstanding citizens. They're 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 disgraces. All right. And actually in the song God's Away on Business, I want you to listen to this. God's Away on Business actually says this. They talk about the, de- the, the, the society being messed up, and they said the society is left to these three people, killers, thieves, and lawyers. Killers, thieves, and lawyers. All right, listen to the song God's Away on Business. Killers, thieves, and lawyers. They're put on the same line. <laughs> All right. They're put on the same line, and I, I put them on the same line as well. Killers, thieves, and lawyers. That's how I look at them. All right. And there's no change in it anyway. No government name. Last one. The worst part about it for me is that I can't even explain to my son what his mother is really like outside of her being his mom because I don't want a fractious relationship with her just because she did it to me. He says, you're right, coach. Us men are in a no-win situation. Keep spitting these facts. Again, and if you are actually proven to do it, she will actually make sure you are punished for it. You're punished for it. So this is how the game works. All right, man. Let's get into this. I thought we were going to be done with today's show, but hey, we got some more to talk about here. We got some more. Uncuffing season loading. Let's say goodbye. 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 I've got to say goodbye. Okay, we know what cuffing season is right before the fall, right when it starts falling. The leaves start falling. Cuffing season season is described where women start looking forward to relationships. They want to cuddle. They want to uh, cuddle in the raining season. They want to put on their fall boots. They want to find a mate right before the holiday season so they can go to their Halloween party. They can have somebody come to Thanksgiving, right? They start firing up the dating apps. They start putting their clothes on that they stripped off during spring and summer. Now it's time to cuddle up. It's going to be snowy and cold. We can cuddle up by the fireplace. There's not going to be too much hoeing going out here. Wintertime Time is coming. Finances are fucked up. Okay. Then you got Christmas, Christmas gifts, New Year's kiss into Valentine's Day. And then spring break comes and they go back to hoeing. Yes, they go back to hoeing. Indeed. This is the rotation. This is how it works. But you guys don't know about uncuffing season. Well, this is the preseason before spring break. 
In fact, now that the holidays have been taken care of, now that the weather is going to be a little bit rough here for the next couple of months, but spring will start springing here. The bumblebees will come back out. All right. What will happen is they'll start planning vacations and shit. They'll start planning vacations, planning their separation from you. All right, planning how to get out of here. They might be disappointed at their Christmas gifts. They had these Christmas gifts. You're going to give me a, she going to give me a Birkin bag and you gave them a gift card. Mm. Y'all ended up in debt if you were a married couple. You fought over finances. Guys, a lot of divorces happen right after Christmas. We're going to show you this here in a minute. The debt from Christmas. Oh boy, you got the kids the gifts, but oh boy, did you guys run up those credit cards? You ran up those credit cards. She didn't get the gifts. Kids got the gifts. She didn't get what she wanted. Oh, hell yeah. Right here. Right here. Uncuffing season. We're headed to it. Actually, I'm going to show you this right here. You're most likely to break up in January. Your, your New Year's kiss might be your last kiss. This kiss, this kiss. All right, you serve your freaking purpose. And by the time Valentine's, Valentine's Day comes up, she's giving you the ultimatum. You better take me to Valentine's Day where I want it or it's over. All right? You don't do a good Valentine's Day. You don't bring a good gift and flowers and shit. The breakup has already happened. Y'all niggas going to break up day after Valentine's Day. Let me read this article real quick. Asset, assess whether your reasons are valid or if. You're being influenced by the holidays. Yes, we are seasonal creatures. It says, uh, confetti, empty champagne bottles aren't the only things headed for the trash in the new year. So could your relationship. January is unofficially known as National Breakup Month with the first Monday of the month known as Divorce Day. So what's with all the heartbreak? Blame it on the fresh start and resolutions as we usher in the new year. Okay. So ushering in the new year, women have new goals. They have new aspirations. They're looking to walk up the stairs. They're leaving everything behind. Some of the things they're leaving behind is your punk ass. Oh yeah. We're going to leave your punk ass behind in 2023. So my new resolutions, I'm going to lose weight. She says, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to get in shape. I'm going to give me a better man. He going to treat me right. He ain't did me right. Ah, blah, 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 blah. Yep. Yeah, Juco is open all season long. The dawning of a new year is generally time of reflection and self-improvement. People often take this opportunity to evaluate their relationships to decide if their needs are being met. This is according to Stephen Q, CEO of Thought Experiment, a digital ecosystem of modern platforms for sexual exploration, tells life or, uh, life hacker, are they fulfilled? Are they fulfilled emotionally, sexually? Do we have a future together? If not, the thing goes. Better to make a clean break and start fresh in the new year. New, 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 new world order. Factors in holiday stress, as well as any temptation at a work, uh, Christmas work party or traveling back to home to see old friends. It's no wonder that we might think the grass is greener on the other side. Uh, but how do we know that your relationship is truly headed for a breakup or some knee jerk reaction instigated by an unwarranted promise? of a shiny new year. All right, there's a lot to be said here, but going down right here, how to break up with someone in the new year. Let me go to the next article right here, just so you don't think this is a one-off. January, 
it's National Breakup Month. How uh, our expert, here are expert tips on dealing with heartbreak. A breakup coach offers concrete ways to deal with the end of a relationship. Okay, here we go right here. All right, these women, look, New Year's, New Me, this the, is this the breakup coach right here, breakup coach. All right, yeah, breakup coach, speeding through this. Is January really the most popular month for divorce? It says right here, uh, though it may seem that divorce spikes during the months of January, this is only partially true. According to the reports released by the CDC, there were more divorces filed in March than during any other month of the year. Now, however, when compared to any other months of the year, divorce filings tend to uh, do tend to increase in January when compared to other months and divorce rates increase overall in the first three months of the year uncuffing season out here. Now, divorces are filed in March, but that means your wife saw the attorney in January. Oh. All right. So your wife saw, saw, saw the attorney in January, probably December, probably right before Christmas or right after thereafter. Excuse me, I have the sniffles. All right, so here, right here, reason why people file divorce in January. All right, we can talk about that uh, more or less. All right, the holiday season can also be mentally and emotionally stressful for many people. All right, there's a reason right here, new year, new me. A major motivation for filing in January can be financial. Many people want to wait until the holiday season has passed or until they have filed their taxes. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yep. That's crazy. That is crazy, huh? This is a whole another game. Is, the, is January really the divorce month? This is uncuffing season. Why is it here? A number of reasons to contribute to this increase. In some cases, people put off acting on the decision they already made, waiting to get past the stress and chaos of the holiday. With family around, the kids out of school celebration, some people put on a brave face and power through it. Maybe you tried uh, for one last happy holiday and didn't want to ruin the festive mood. In other cases, holidays may be the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back. So many people think that I'm telling you lies. Here it is backed up by several articles. Financial concerns also play a part. Holiday spending and expensive travel arrangements can exacerbate money concerns and lead to friction. Some people get significant end-of-the-year bonuses, and by waiting until the new year, the divorce doesn't impact taxes from the previous one. Evidence of the divorce month, it says right here, there's plenty, plenty of anecdotal evidence right here. Divorce attorneys often note an increase in calls and new cases when the calendar turns over. Some people merely feel out of the process, uh, feel out the process. They're feeling out the process and explore these options at first while others are ready to get things done right now. Man, divorce month uh, is a misnomer. Calling January divorce month is, however, a bit of a misnomer. They're saying the filings in, the filing increases in March, but that's the filing increase. The attorney visit starts in January. How long do relationships last? We got to teach you this real quick, and I think that'll be it. 
How long do relationships actually last by age? Well, let's go through it. You guys know that I always tell you it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. Most relationships are going to end. Uh, we're going to start off with puppy love. How long do relationships last at age 12 to 14? And I'll make it quick. The average relationship between this age is the shortest. We're talking weeks or months. It says right here, the average romantic relationship for a tween is five months. For 15 to 16-year-olds, puppy love. The average relationship lasts 5.87 months. Just a little longer than the younger teens. 5.87 months. This is very short. I know for teenagers, this seems like a long time. When you get to be an adult, this is a blip on the screen. What about 16 to 8 year old, 18 year olds, as they show two lesbian women here? For 16 to 18 year olds, the average length of a relationship is 1.8 years or about 22 months. 22 months. Year and a half pretty much is probably going to be the best you can do. I guess they're saying that's an average. Average length of relationship in your 20s. Well, these relationships can last two to four years. Two to four years. Two to four years is the average. All right. What is this age? Your 20s, your entire 20s. Two to four years. Not that long. It might seem like a long time when you're young. You might meet a woman and said, I was in a long-term relationship. And she might say, and I say, how long? Two years. Two years ain't shit. All right, what is this? In your 30s, the average length in your 30s, it says the average length is five-year mark. Five-year is the unmarried couple's uh, peak breakup, which is, we say 20% in five years. Unmarried couples who have been together for more than 20 years uh, been together 24 years out of a 10% breakup. Uh, you have to understand that what they're not counting for is that many of these people do turn into marriages, all right? So they don't stay girlfriend and boyfriend or more or less, they turn into a marriage, okay? Average relationship length in 40s and 50s, and they got two pooter intruders here, all right, as a means to show us. And what is their data on 40s to 50s? It says right here, these reports to be married has been uh, so uh, 10 years or longer, 10 years or longer, right? So still not, still not permanent. Others within the 30 to 50 age range who were in relationships stated that they've been in a relationship for more than a year, all right? Wow. It says uh, right there, more than a year. Uh, these relationships inevitably probably don't last. Age experience, age and experience leads to relationship success. So yes, uh, really, ninety nine percent of relationships fail. It's a it's data. You can actually look it up. All right, I've done streams on this. Um, they're all almost all doomed to fail. <laughs> all right, now does that mean you can't have good ones and work around to figure out how to best, um, how to best work your relationship? Let me see here. Failure rate relationships. See if I can pull it up. And uh, use your own anecdotal evidence to figure this out. Uh, this is going to be here. Um, listen, this isn't, this isn't proof, but I always try to show you something so you don't think I'm going crazy, right? That you think I'm crazy. Why 99% of relationships fail. There it is right there. Um, I'll, I'll pull up another one just so you don't think I'm bugging here. Uh, right here. Here's another one here. Uh, it seems 99% percent of relationships fail i mean it's a fact it's a fact it says call me a debbie downer 
um, or what you will. However, I have recently been thinking about how most of romantic relationships never last. This is just saddens me so much. I feel like, what's the point? Well, there is a point. You got to find a way to make a relationship work for you. But they're, they almost are all doomed to fail. And it's just what it is. It is. Anyway. I um, mean, if you want to test your own, use your own anecdotal evidence as to do 99% of relationships fail, get a piece of paper, write down every relationship you've been in. Then if you really want to mess your head up, write down every person you've had sex with, sexual relationship, a physical, intimate relationship, an emotional relationship, a crush, any men or women that you've dated, right? Ladies are watching me. Anybody that you've dated, anybody that you went to prom with, anybody that you thought you were in a relationship with and you found out you weren't, okay? Some people you were in a relationship with and they cheated. Um, anybody that you were engaged with and didn't follow through, anybody that you were engaged with that you got married, anybody that you've divorced, okay? Write it all down, write it all down, get a piece of paper. Some of y'all just need three pieces of loose leaf paper. Some of you hoes need a whole tablet. You need a whole notebook spiral bound. All right, get your notebook out, get your pencil and paper, write it down. Then at the end of it, all the names, at the end of it, at the end of it, you listed all the names, Draw a line at the bottom of the sheet and then tell me how many people you still with to this day. Mm. Out of all those names, y'all niggas got 12 names, 50 names, 150, 200. Walter got a thousand names. Whatever those names are right at the bottom, how many of those people still exist in the relationship? The answer for most people is zero. You've managed to go 100% strike out. The best possible answer is one. The best possible answer is one, meaning you married one. You're still married or you're in a current relationship. The answer shall not be two. Thus, proving that, yes, in fact, 99% of relationships fail. <laughs> if not 100 it's just what it is. It's just what it is. Don't be mad at me. Don't be mad at the messenger. And there's some proof there that I'm not the only one talking about this. It is an actual freaking fact. <laughs> if one out of 100 is the best you can do, you're certainly batting 99% fail. All right. Anyway, look, let me check on these super chats here. Be ready for cuffing season or uncuffing season. Protect yourself. I'll put a link to the articles as to say what you should do. But other than that, it's time for me to get some delicious, nutritious meal. I'm definitely recovering a little bit better. Um, I'm almost at 100%, but I will be at 100% maybe by this weekend. Shout out to the coach gang. Let me check the pay pizzle before we go to make sure I acknowledge all. Oh, we do have one more. Let me see if I can get him. His name is... We'll call him Robert. He says, been married for 10 years. You have been a cornerstone in me trying to realign my family. I ha It has been the worst year of my life, but at least I know what I'm dealing with. He says, you are a godsend and keep going. Get us up to 100 likes, Coach Gang. And that's from a married man watching me. At this point, what I'm telling you is really the undisputed truth. Anything that you have to argue against me is going to be an emotional argument. 
and we don't got no time for this. I keep providing you the evidence. We have married men that are living this in real time. So thank you for taking the time to send that and support. Good luck with your marriage. Stay realigned. Um, um, and it is what it is out here. Uh, Monday, New Year's Eve. They're probably I'm oh, sorry, New Year's Day. Probably will no no show in the morning. We'll come back in the evening. But it's almost the weekend. So we're gonna get ready for the weekend tomorrow. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? Did I give Ling Ling's their due? I didn't even give acknowledge the Ling Ling's. Why don't we do that as we go out right here? Man, we done messed up and not even acknowledge that it's take out Thursday. All right. Uh, I got my Ling Ling coming on Saturday. But uh, yeah. Hey, we gonna go. Showy, girl. Get it, girl. Uh-huh. Enjoy your take out Thursday. Get them girls going right here. Ooh, yes. Yellow legs. Oh, yeah. Sookie, sookie now. Get them. And they can't dance worth shit, but I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, get. Ooh, I like that one right there. Yes. Ooh. Leg, feet out. Get this ninja off my screen. Yeah, that's what I want to see. Give me, get, tell me, girl. Show me. Yeah. All right, man. Shout out to the Ghost Gang. We out of here. Peace.